You ain't gonna get a fight in uh, a dog unless the dog is gonna get in a fight. Oh, uh, Jesus. Bars. These are quoting Eminem. All right. Um, Let's go. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> welcome, everybody, to Real Talk Radio. This is your boy, Justin JLB. And today we are doing an album review. Um, it is somewhat of a surprise album before i do get to the name of the album that we are doing and the artist that we will be reviewing i am not alone in doing this review i am with somewhat of a stan of some sorts he is going to be reviewing this album with me because we both have listened to it countless times and we certainly have various opinions on the album. So I am joined by Mikey Beast. How are you, good sir? What's up, man? Long time. That's uh, that's how the cookie crumbles. COVID times happened. Though we are here, Mikey Beast, good sir, to talk about the surprise, not surprise album, if you will, that dropped. It's Eminem's Music to be Murdered by Side B, the Deluxe Edition. Mm-hmm. Um, so originally we had been hearing before the album had came out, so it obviously came out this uh, past Friday, um, which um, I believe was the 18th. I might be wrong on that date. Yes, this past Friday, which was the 18th of December. And throughout the week, there's been little rumors. We've seen that they, the week before we saw Eminem do a photo shoot. We saw um, another type of album cover. That could be something. There was people that said yes. Uh, his, some of his producers that he worked with uh, said yes. It's coming out. Crooked Eye, who uh, is a longtime friend of Eminem, had mentioned that no, it's complete, completely fabricated. Whole bunch of leaked track lists. So everyone was going crazy. And lo and behold, it actually happened. Music to be murdered by Side B is out, out with 16 new fresh tracks and it's just over an hour long and here we are with 16 new Eminem tracks well I guess first thing I would like to ask you Mr. Beast <laughs> is what was your initial reactions when hearing about that Eminem might have had another album coming out I was like go for it why not even though the guy's 48, people call him washed up. The guy could still rap. Like, he's a legend in the game. I don't know why people disrespect him. Like, it's like I I know, like, he's a little controversial on his lyrics, but still, the guy is like a legend. You can't disrespect him. And, it, like, he didn't disappoint in this album. Yeah, and we'll, we'll get to that. Um, yeah, so basically it comes out. We got an alternate cover. Cool. It's more a bit more darker, and now he has a bird on his uh on his shoulder as opposed to the the knife that he had in the previous one was it a knife i believe it was a knife well he was no, like portraying alfred hitchcock some movies oh well. that's it so he was portraying alfred hitchcock a different kind of self-portrait on this one and so clearly it's still the same kind of theme um as the first music to be murdered by which of course is originally an alfred hitchcock music album that he did back in like the 1950s so clearly Eminem still had some inspiration from that and as it started off with the first one 
Uh, there is a nice little intro track of Alfred Hitchcock introducing the album, um, which is basically just a snippet from obviously his album that he did introducing us. Thus far, this album has provided musical accompaniment to make your passing pleasant. Our next number is designed to drown out the sound of shovels. This is music to be buried by. So, (laughs) yeah, so I thought that was nice. Okay, cool. They did the same thing, obviously, in the first track of the uh, side A, if you will. Um, Only it actually had Eminem do like a, 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 a whole freestyle with it, right? But first track we get to black magic with skylar gray um and i thought this track was decent i really enjoy skylar gray i think every time her and m work together she's clearly mostly on the choruses but it just works if i'm not mistaken they're basically just talking about a toxic relationship Oh, yeah, for uh, sure. You know, they're basically just talking about, like, a toxic relationship uh, and basically how Eminem is in this relationship and he can't get out. Uh, everyone's saying that, you know, they're not good for each other, but they love each other. Um, you know, Black Magic, Nightwalker, she haunts me like no other. Nobody told me love is pain. Black Magic, Dark Water, surrounds me not like no other. She's got my heart in chains. Which I kind of took it as perhaps him talking about his love with the rap industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I thought this one was decent all around. Um, some noteworthy, I guess, lyrics I took from it. I wrote down here the whole Nike Airs. Nice little, on a very nice little little stupid it's 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 a common comparison but i enjoyed it it's a pun we're an unlikely pair like two different nike airs but i'm the same size she wears so i think we're soulmates though people don't like us together but like we care um so whatever but yeah i don't know i just like that line for some reason but his flow here is decent it's good it's it's consistent and I find he's not all over the place. He's actually telling a story on this track, at least. Uh, he's also saying that he's not a simp, like, from all his relationships. As a simp, saying means, like, he, he cares about the woman too much. He doesn't care about his friends. Like, he will concentrate on her only. Yeah, I... That's like, he won't get whipped. That's Because he said, like, because my ass is whipped. And then I got her back, but I'm spineless. Right. Yeah, but he's saying he likes to get his ass whipped, meaning he likes the abuse, right? So he likes the... That's how at least I took it. He likes the abuse of the relationship. Now, keep in mind, if we're talking about his love for the music industry and not necessarily an ex-lover like Kim or whoever else he might be talking about... Or who he uh, fucked. Right. So that's... I mean, it could be really be anything. It could be both, really. I mean, who who are we to know? Um, I also did like the Maybelline line. I thought that was cool. No, that we was wake up, good. break up, make up like Maybelline. Now she's all made up, like make believe. Probably why she's so fake to me. Um, again, that could be the music business. Music industry is fake now. 
all these artists wake up makeup like Maybelline. He's waking up to seeing all these artists wear makeup and have all this stuff on their face. Oh, this is a good one. She what? lunges, attacks, and scratches, but I ain't gonna stand for that shit like Cap for the National Anthem. As I stab, I'm laughing so much with witchcraft and magic. Abracadabra, that, you know what, no turning back, I'm blacking. So basically he's talking about the Kaepernick protest, like people still don't care, like, like, like our relationship is like people don't like care about what's going on in society. That's literally what he's trying to say. With the whole protest yeah. and everything. Right. So, uh, and I also like that whole Imagine Dragon thing. All I Imagine Dragon is, there's it's also a group called Imagine Dragons. Yeah, she yeah. lunges, so yeah, she lunges, attacks, and scratches, but I ain't going to stand for that shit like, like Cap for the next. So yeah, all, all that is, is he's not going to stand for her abuse, right? And he's comparing that Colin Kaepernick not standing for the national anthem. Yeah, it's dope. It's not, uh, it's just, you know, it's just a pun. Um, king of obviously, puns. king of puns. I usually enjoy M's collaborations with Skylar Gray. Um, there's not many that I don't like. I think it might be something that Skylar brings out of him, perhaps, mm-hmm. where he stays consistent. Because I've noticed uh, the reason there's reason why I'm keep on bringing up consistency here, because I feel like a lot of the album doesn't have that. And we will certainly get through that with the other tracks. But this track, he stayed consistent with talking about one theme, uh, whether it be his ex-lover or the music business in general. Um, I thought it was great. And then he basically just ends it off. But in hindsight, think I just wanted to see what her insides look like as I pop another five Vicks. That's what the highs like. Look down. There's mud on my nikes. Shovel at my side. Blood on my mic. Now wake up to be music to be murdered by. Like, so um, this could be him saying that, you know, he's burying his love that he once knew. Mm-hmm. Right. Kind of thing. The music industry. Uh, the rap industry, if you will, just because it's not the same. They're not treating him the same. So if we're taking it that into that context, um, you could tell he's still sour by um, the naysayers saying stuff that either one, he's not the GOAT, or do his last few albums haven't been that great, have been getting low ratings, because we see that is a consistent topic, obviously, through this entire album, but also the last kamikaze before that, that basically was a retaliation towards all the naysayers and the critics. And he's still on that topic. Almost to the point, I feel like, because he no longer really talks about his mom anymore, this is his new topic to keep bringing up, I feel. Because he can never seem to let it go. Just like how he could never have seemed to let all the stuff with his mom go. This is his new thing he's hanging on to. Maybe that's just me reading into things too much. But yeah, that's that's how I kind of felt about this track. But I loved it. I thought this track, great for an intro. It worked. It was just as good as um, the original intro track he had on side A, uh, which I believe Skylar was also... Um, oh, no, that was uh, Young Ma, actually, who started off that one. But yeah, I enjoy, definitely enjoyed this track. Probably, Probably one of my top five on the uh, on the album i enjoyed the the topic yeah it's a really good album I lo- a really good song i like it 
like I like his character into the song, like how he's like how he's talking about his relationship. But um, I wouldn't say this is like my top five because there are way better tracks like in this album. I would say like Killer, and then you have like Discombobulated because like those tracks kind of like basically refer like what it was like with working with Dre. That's what it felt like when I listened to those tracks. Right. But this one's like uh, pretty good. Uh, I, I like it a lot. Well, we'll see. And maybe that might change as we go on to talking about uh, each track there. But yeah, uh, next track, we got Alfred's theme. Yeah, it's kind of like almost a circus beat, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he just goes nuts. I... Before I check, uh, before I check the mic, I give it an extra swipe with a Lysol disinfectant wipe, coronavirus <laughs> in effect tonight, antiseptics on deck. I got every type. I throw on my tux, then uh, give zero fucks. Act like a jockstrap. Cut my nuts. Uh, then I uh, right, yeah, because then he's doing the whole fast thing. Uh, check my ball hair. Make sure it's all there. So this is kind of his, <laughs> this is kind of his slim shady um, coming out, if you will. But it's they also call- talking about like how, how like people say he's like still like people saying you're old, you can't do this anymore. And that's why he said my check my ball hair. Make sure it's all there. Right. Yeah. They they call me Paul Bear because he no longer has it, kind of thing. Uh, exactly. <clears throat> So, yeah, and then this is basically where he's answering to his critics. It's pretty much um, overkill, like pipe bomb in your pine box. You're all hitched on my cock, meaning you won't leave me alone. Alfred Hitchcock, everyone's hitchhiking on his penis, <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh, nice. Uh, went from punching a time clock to getting my time shot, then treated it like Cyclops. <laughs> I what? didn't really get Ooh, that. Oh, the interlude. What's the fuck? What the fuck? Hold on. Wait. I'm Diddy side bitch. Oh, I'm still East side bitch. <laughs> yeah. That's it was. Good. It was. Yeah. No. I mean, whatever. It was funny. Um, no, he loves to poke fun on people. It's too funny. But like, this is a. This is basically telling. Yeah, like you say, t- telling the critics like, "Yo, I'm still here. Mm-hmm. Don't pu- don't push me away. I'm still gonna bite your ass." So, and it's kind of in, so yeah, the, and the thing with this though, he's, I find he's really all over the place and the third verse is just exhausting. Yeah. Cause um, he goes on too much. He just goes on way too much and it's like, okay, I know Eminem, you can put words together really, really well. Like you're a crazy great lyricist. I absolutely get it. And that's what I love about you. You're awesome like that. But I am sorry. He went through so many flows with this track, which is an accomplishment all on its own, and I get it. But I feel like this is why people are bitching at you. They're not saying that you don't have it. They're simply saying that they're... I, I don't know what it is necessarily. They're because... Maybe, okay, I can't maybe talk for critics, technically. But what I felt out of it is that it was just too much. I kind of didn't mind it after the second verse. But then once the third verse came, it was just overwhelming for me. 
It was too exhausting. And although Eminem is really great at rapping this fast paced and so on, he literally does it throughout this entire track. Although that is an accomplishment on its own, there's a problem with doing this throughout the entire track. I get you want the hip hop heads to look into your double, triple latandras and your metaphors and so on. And he certainly puts a bunch in, you know, eight bars, six bars. You know, he does do that. But it becomes overwhelming and exhausting for the and listener. too repetitive, too. Well, with that argument, he could say, oh, but I switched my flow. Yeah, I know. Oh. Exactly. Um, but it's and that's it. And I don't know if I'm just I don't know, but it's it's just exhausting. I am not gonna play this when I'm in my car. You know? Yeah. I I if I'm gonna vibe, well one, I guess this is a track I just went vibe to. Um like I like it, but he just overdoes it. He abuses his lyricism here. And I honestly feel I'm not even sure if this is true or not, but I honestly feel like the beats are made after the fact. And Eminem is just rapping. Like, here's Eminem rapping, and then they decide to try and put the beat together. I feel. Because it just looks like Eminem is going through his book of rhymes. Yes, we're going to get to that track too. Um, Eminem is just going through his book of rhymes and just spewing. Just spewing on a track, and then they kind of mesh it all together afterwards in the production. It's just too much. I don't know. That, that's, that, that's what kind of uh, messed this track up for me. It, it was just uh, overwhelming for me, at least. Uh, it's, it's, like, it's like literally like listening to a freestyle. That's what he was trying. I think that's what it was, his point of view of like what he was trying to do. Like he could still and spit. And that would have been fine if it was the only one. Mm. And we'll, we'll definitely get to that. But I mean... The, th- the third verse is what's ki- what kills it for me. Uh, this is not maybe not my worst track, but it's also really not my fave. It's just kind of there. Um, I haven't went back to it since the first time I listened to it. Um, there's a lot to unpack, though, like a lot of Eminem tracks are, which is cool, double, triple meanings and so on, which is great. It's just, it's not, doesn't give my ears listening pleasure. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, the, and and honestly, I think that's uh, that's the thing with them. That's kind of a sh- an issue. A lot of um, he doesn't have music that you can vibe to now anymore. He well, has certain uh, songs. Now there's a couple of tracks you can vibe yeah. into now. Yeah, but he doesn't have enough because the tracks that he had. The problem is when I compare certain tracks, I'm talking like way back when. Because look, Eminem doesn't necessarily have club tracks. That's not what I'm saying by vibing to. He doesn't really do club tracks, okay? Um, the most club track he probably has is Shake That and well, the Real Slim, Sha- uh, Real Slim Shady. That's probably his only... And maybe- actually, uh, Killer is actually a pretty good club track now. Yeah, okay, fair. Yeah, I could probably see Killer. Like, I, th- I, would vibe- I would vibe to that in the club. Well, no technically, lie. maybe even Guns Blazing. Because Guns Blazing has that uh, that uh, Dre, uh, Dre feel to it. So uh, it's very possible that that could be as well. But this, definitely, Alfred's theme isn't it. Um, and if you're going to call it Alfred's theme, 
considering Alfred Hitchcock is very punctual, uh, not punctual, but very uh, talks uh, where you can hear everything and very mm-hmm. in a very slow manner. Certainly, you make it the opposite. Maybe that's what he was trying to do, but I just thought it was weird you called it Alfred's theme. And then, of course, he ends it with, wait, why did the beat cut off? Fuck it. You know? I literally felt it was like a freestyle, and you're probably right. That's maybe what he wanted to attend to, but I don't think that um, this is the only track he does it, but we'll we'll, we'll get to the rest for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Say anything else about that one? No, you actually literally just, like, read my mind. Oh, that's that's what I do. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so next track we got is Tone Deaf. And I don't know how to feel. It's a pretty good track. It's a pretty good track. It's not his best like track, it. but like it's a pretty good track. Yeah. Like, it's like this track when I heard it, like he's literally saying like, uh, like, I'm, I'm like, can you still hear me? That's literally what he's trying to say. Like, can you still hear me? Like, I'm still in this industry. Like, don't forget me. And it's that's my all the ego's say. fault. His evil thoughts can be so dark. Cerebral palsy, three soul offs. You know, uh, I eat those off. Tariko swap. Look it up. I still didn't technically look it up. Um, actually, I kind of did. It was a single by some person. And apparently it had, like, uh, Billboard's Hot 100 in 91. Um but I don't get why. Oh, well, Genius will tell me. The song itself discusses themes of promiscuity and womanizing, which resonates with Eminem's alter ego, Slim Shady, who he previously references and is also seen disregarding all forms of attachment in favor of his own pleasure in the May 2000 song, Kill You. Makes sense. Uh, About in more sinister manner. Um... Of course, where he, yeah. So, okay. He's just basically comparing, uh, listening, because this is, I guess, him being Slim Shady on this track. Yeah, I I like this track. I think it's the beat that throws me off. Yeah, that was, that was my, uh, that was my thing, too. It's like also when he was doing the hook, too, the beat was a little bit all over the place a bit, but it still worked a bit. It's just I, like, for me, it I, just, it was a little too much flash into the hook, you know? The hook. Well, I mean, the hook was all right. I don't understand a word you say. I'm yeah, dumb. exactly. You know, like that I mean, was it's pretty good. You. And just the beat was a little bit off. But like, honestly, I I don't mind this track. It's, but it's not his best track in the album. But like, there's other tracks that are better. This one was pretty good. I I I don't have any problems with this one. One of my go-to lines. This I thought was a bit extreme, but I still kind of liked it. Um. But ask me, will I stick to my guns like adhesive tape? Does Bill Cosby say once he treats to cheesecake and a decent steak? You think getting rid of me is a piece of cake? Harder than finding Harvey Weinstein a date. And that's why they say I got more lines than Black Friday. So save that shit for the damn library. Um, I'm guessing he does it better. Uh, you heard of Chris Christofferson? Well, I'm Piss Christofferson. Paul's asking for Christmas off again. And I'm like, I like that. I thought that was cool. I said no. Then I spit this song for him. It goes, I can't understand what word you say. I'm tone deaf. <laughs> yeah. Um, and third verse was weird for me. Like, then he just gets too, like, he's getting too silly. 
Like, and I get Eminem. Well, that's does how that. he is. He's goofy. But that's how he is. Well, he's been like that for the past 20 years. But he's too goofy. Well, like, that's how he is. You know what's maybe pissing a lot of people off? Him being goofy? Well, no. People hated him being goofy anyways, and it stuck to him. I think it's just because he's older now. Look at what Jay-Z did on 444. You saw him come out on a more mature side, mm. right? Everyone appreciated what he did on 444 because it was a different type of Jay. It wasn't him talking about slang and dope and whatever and so on. It was him talking about his life. I mean, I don't think there was at least. Um, I haven't heard 444 in a while, but I certainly remember it being a more mature hope um, than previous. And that's why a lot of people enjoyed it. This, I think, is maybe why certain people are blasting it. Because like you mentioned, yeah, he's 48. Sure, he can rhyme with the best of them and uh, rhyme, you know, do a lot more damage than a lot more other rappers can. But he's also just talking too childish for his age now. Sure, it's your alter ego's fault if we want to use his own lines against them. But at the same time, I don't know. Uh, it's like, bitch, I can rhyme orange with banana. Or orange Rihanna. Banana. Rihanna. Oh, like, Nana. That's like Rihanna, get it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Eating pork rhymes, sore fighting in pajamas at the crib, playing Fortnite with your grandma. But I'm more <laughs> like five with the grammar. About to show you why your five favorite rappers can't touch this, but before I get the hammer, cool, okay. Oh, that's I, a good one. I like that one because he's the I'm god of thunder. Get it? Yeah. See, Thor. He's referring to that. No, he's a co- he's a comic book fan. That's why. So you put oh, a lot of, like super. First of all, he's referring to MC Hammer first. It's a triple entendre. He's referring to MC Hammer. And he's also referring, because look, about to show you why your favorite rappers can't touch this. Can't touch this, MC Hammer. Calm your tits, mm-hmm. Yes, yes, uh, but, but he's like, I should have warned you, I'm like Thor, like, the, like in this manner. Right. There you go. But this day I lose sleep over you critiquing me, or I ever let you cocksuckers eat at me. I need to be a motherfucking pizzeria. But you ain't getting no cheese from me. I went from Little Caesar, BLT's grilled cheese, being dirt poor to filthy rich, but I'm still me. Um, yeah, okay. Um, like a realtor, that's real tea. So look, he has bars. This is not my problem. I know he could double, triple entendre me and use metaphors and so on. Mm-hmm. But the problem, I, I don't know. It's just... Yeah, I know. It's like it's too much. I, I I get your point. It's just like this is how he is. Like people should not be surprised by this. I know people are pissed off because this is how the way he raps. But like this is he's been doing this for twenty years. Like it, like I know he hasn't changed anything. But like no, no, he hasn't been doing this for twenty years. You know why he hasn't been doing this for twenty years? Because in in Eminem show, in Marshall Mathers LP, in even um, Recovery, he's kept with a consistent theme on a track here he's kind of all over the place it's like as if he doesn't know what to talk about although yes i get it he's talking about still the the haters and so on Mm -hmm. but in reality he's using that as a theme 
but he's making it so vague where he can just put a whole bunch of shit and just start showing his lyrical warfare and whatever. And yes, perhaps that's what he wants to show, but it's just like, really, all you got to do is, but he's doing too much. So therefore it doesn't even show as much as it should. Yeah. Because he's, overwhelming that's probably going to be my my code word for this entire album it's mm-hmm. overwhelming lyricism yeah it doesn't work there's ways where you can do it on rap god yeah like, he he when he slurps out the flow yeah we'll the but that's fine you can do that it worked you set a theme that you're showing that you're a rap god and so what and i don't know i felt that there was consistency with that, like, I feel like, again, with it, literally his rhyme book. I was shocked when I saw that there was a track called Rhyme Book. Uh, I don't think it's called Rhyme Book. Book of Rhymes? Book of Rhymes. Um, and I'm like, oh, so that's what you're doing then. That makes complete sense. You're literally just spitting everything that you have. It's like he has a bunch of inconsistent thoughts, and he's rhyming them all in a track. Yeah, that's for sure. I don't know. Well, it's not for sure because you agree that this album is great. So, oh yeah, it is great. It's just like some, like 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 your point is kind of valid. It's just mm. like, but like I have to tell you, like this guy is it's he's been doing this like he's been doing this way for a while. So I don't know why you're like being a little emotional about it. But what's a while? He didn't even do this with MMLP. Yes, I know. Because uh, he, he wanted to bring back his old roots because people were bitching why his old roots are not the same. Blah, blah, blah. Then he said, fuck it. After Marshall Miller as LP2, he's like, I'm going to do it my own way. I'm going to do it. This is like oh, the other and, way because people it, want like He, he also mentioned, and, and look, and, and, and I get his reasoning with, you said, because he said with Revival, he wanted to, sh- he, when he had something to say, they trashed it. And now they don't. Uh, I don't know what his line was. I think it was on um, on the, the side A, where he's yeah. like, "I put out revival and I had something to say." They said it was trash. I don't know what line that he said or whatever. So I I get M's frustration because you're not one. You're not going to please. He doesn't him. like criticism. That's his main goal. He doesn't like criticism. <laughs> but you've been criticized your entire career, M. This is not new to you. People were hating on you when you had the real Slim Shady come out, when you had this all this homophobic thing come out. Like, I don't think. No, the reason why people hate the real Slim Shady because they because they didn't believe a white rapper could actually dominate the industry like he has done. I'm not talking that. I'm talking the the bunch of the media sources when he was talking about homophobia and killing girls and all the drug use at the original at the beginning. Yeah, well, why like, he was caused so much. That's why he announced it on The Way I Am. I am whatever you say, the way I am, whatever. All mm-hmm. this news and this constant, you know what I mean? Like, he mentions all of that. And yes, it's valid. And he basically responds to the critics with that. But criticism is something that Eminem has been facing throughout his entire career. He's just being a whiny bitch about it now for some reason. When before he didn't let it, he didn't let it affect him. He just mm-hmm. kept doing his stuff. And I I don't even understand why it's affecting him. He's been dealing with it his entire career. He I like think criticism. it's more... But he's, he's... 
he's dealt with it and he's moved on with yeah he's dealt with it but it still hits in his head like there's a lot of there's a lot of musicians and artists that actually have that mentality still like kanye west when he went to when he started tripping out saying his last album wasn't that great blah 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 and then he did black skinhead people trashed it and then he went all crazy this is musicians and artists artists are very competitive of what they do in the industry they want to put some good shit because they want to. They they want to make basically Absolutely. be relevant in the biz. Absolutely. That's why he's. That's but, why he's pissed at this. And people don't, don't respect blame, him. So, yeah, but don't blame the critics for that. Critics will critic. And there's some critics that say some stupid himself. stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I agree. But there's people who say stupid. There's stupid people in the world too. You know what I mean? People. Everyone's gonna have an opinion. You know what I mean? Fifty percent are gonna like you. Fifty percent are gonna hate you. Uh, or whatever, forty percent are gonna like you, forty percent are gonna hate you, and then you know the other twenty percent are just whatever. They don't care. They'll just slide through. It's just something he's been dealing with for so long. It's not like this is new though. So mm-hmm. I, I think he's battling himself because he wants to prove something to himself. But by doing by doing that, he's also trying to make it seem like he's trying to prove something to us. Like mm-hmm. M, you you look. He even talks about it in another track, and we'll, well, after this, we'll stop. We'll go to the other track because this is going to be a long ass podcast if we keep doing that. But he even talks about in the other track that, or uh, some other tracks too. Maybe it wasn't on this album. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm confusing it. But the longevity that he's been doing this for 20 years, okay, or 25 years if you count his rap Olympic stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's rare. And he was talking, you know, like he mentioned also Two Chains. No, no one's in his last album. No one's mentioned that about Two Chains for as long as he's been here, kind of thing. And I think the reason why people are criticizing him so much is because he's finally, for some reason, caring about what people think. Yeah, that's for sure. And and that I think is the problem within itself. When you didn't care, you had stuff like Marshall Mathers LP. The Eminem show. You had recovery. Relapse. Not a lot of people liked Encore or Relapse, but I think he started caring after Relapse. Honestly, I think I think for me, it's after Marshall Myers LP too. That's when he started caring because he started exploding after Revival. Like at Revival, he started talking about like uh, like criticism. That's mm. then. That's when he started prolonging it over the albums that have been stretched. That's for me. That's the reason. I think that's how it's all started. Because after recovery, after when he won that Grammy, you know, he's he he was on top of the world, and then all of a sudden, people, you know, there are some people that are like, they're like, oh, make an air album. Then when that album released, people start trashing on it. He didn't but, like but it. Did, did people not like Marshall Mathers LP too? I didn't like it. I okay. thought I thought it was a little too how you say it. It's it wasn't like the first LP. Like I thought he was a do like like I like right. It, yeah, like, but it, it's never going to be. Like Come for on. me, like for me, it felt like I was watching a movie and like and you're waiting for that sequel, but the sequel was trash. That's what it felt like with Marshall Matters LP. The second one. Yeah, the second one exactly. I remember, but again, I also was kind of going to just certain songs. So maybe that's why. But like, for me, So Much Better was a great track. I absolutely loved that track. I loved, Le- like, uh, I loved Legacy. Um, Legacy was a little boring for me. Like, you would have done yeah, something more to it, I find. 
But like, yeah, Marshall Mathers LP too. I was expecting like but more I mean, tracks that are actually Berserk, like popping. You had Berserk, you had Rap God on this. Yeah. Um, and uh, Monster too with Rihanna. That was right. like the 12th track. So Headlights too, the one about his mom. That was, that pretty, was pretty good. I like that. It was like really uh, storytelling. Yeah. So I don't know if it necessarily started off Marshall Mathers LP too, because I think this is when he still was... Didn't he get the? I think he got the Grammy off Marshall Mathers LP too. No, no, he got the Grammy from Recovery. He did. Okay, yeah. So I, I, I think, make because Revival was more of him trying to send out a message, if you will, mm-hmm. of that he wants to talk about the world and so on. I don't know. I wasn't a fan. Um, Chloroseptic, I thought was dope. Uh, Walk on Water was nice. Walk on Water was a little boring. Like I have, like I was the reason why Tyler created trash shit. Like I, I was with him on that one. Like I was like, when you see Beyonce and Eminem in the track, you're expecting something good. Yes, and not I think boring. that's the problem. Yeah, so I think that's the problem. Maybe it wasn't because when I heard him do it with Skylar Gray, I'm like, you know what? It works for Skylar Gray. If Skylar Gray was the one that would have done it with M. It would have been a great track. Yeah, Beyonce doing it is weird. Yeah, it was it, like a weird. It was a weird duo doing it. Yeah, yeah, that's um, that's the problem with that. Um, and then honestly, I think the track where he kind of messed up is um, the the song where he was talking about um, police brutality, which sounded LP really stupid. Black boy, black boy, we don't want no sign. No, oh, that's uh, offended. Yeah, like no, that I don't was, think it's that offended. was a little, that was a little trash. I, I, even like, I would even agree with the Breakfast Club because they were talking about that track, and they were saying it's trash, and I'm like, yeah, I would say that, and I'm an Eminem fan. Yeah, but, but then after that, it's like after Kamikaze, like when Kamikaze came out, that's when I'm like, okay, he's back, like he's ready to like fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. That's what I was happy about. But I think people... So that's the problem, right? So it, I think it honestly started after Revival. So Revival, people shot on him. Okay? Yeah, they shot him because hard. <laughs> they shot on him hard. And then Kamikaze came. He said, you're a whiny bitch. You're, you're taking offense to everything that people are telling you. This is where he got into his emotional bag. And maybe M, and clearly M has been holding a lot of these things for a while. And this is with the whole Machine Gun Kelly thing. He and it's also like... It's age was a big factor because he's 48. He's not in his prime anymore. He's not like selling records like he used to be. So like that's why it's like affecting him hard. Right. So if you're going through a midlife crisis, Eminem, you, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm grateful that you're putting it on wax by all means. Um, but I mean, yeah, I guess that's fine. But you're, you're going to make yourself go crazy. I think Eminem is just in a competition with himself. And it's a love-hate relationship that he thinks he has with his critics. Where, like, I don't get why he thinks it's suddenly different now. Mm. People have been criticizing you your whole entire career. They criticize every artist. Well, like, he so, doesn't like criticism. Like, I, that's for sure. Because he know uses what I it mean? for music. And look, and look, people didn't really like Relapse either. Okay, relapse. They found it because he uses accent. A lot of people weren't a fan of the whole accent thing. Yeah, yeah, because right? he wasn't using his real voice. Like you, you even told me when we were listening to um, that Dr. Dre track when you're in my car. 
Mm-hmm. What's it called again? Oh, uh, old time's sake. Yeah. One more time for old time's sake. Train like you didn't drop. like the way he was like using the rhythm and the voice in the beat. All right. Like I kind of agree with you on that, but like it, it, it worked. That's why but I like it. Was That's why you I know why? Because this is the this is so here he stayed consistent. I guess in that album, let's say, because you had three a.m. three a.m. in the morning, you know, and then you had my mom, my mom, la valiam, you know, like he kind of kept with the same. Then of course we made you, which was his, you know, he always has that one hit where he acts stupid. Oh, uh, that was my favorite. I love that song. Did you, yeah, because yeah, like they yeah. trashed every, it trashed every celebrity. I loved it. And then, you know, he had Crack a Bottle, Crack a Bottle. It's like 50 Cent even said in that track, he said, if it wasn't for him and that Crack a Bottle one, I wouldn't go to Grammy. I mean, yeah. that's facts. And, and so, but a lot of people weren't a fan of the accents. So Recovery came. He kind of got rid of the accents. Yeah, he basically did because there was nothing on. Wow, Recovery was a great album. I got a. Fuck, it was amazing. I still have the album. So, like, it's not scratched or anything. So I could listen to whatever I want. Uh-huh. <laughs> Or just go on Spotify. What we'll do, so we'll go on to the next one. Um, yeah, I was about to tell you, like, we should go in the next one. <laughs> probably should, yeah, because I'm tone deaf from all of that there. Jeez. So oh, next oh, one is you. Book of Rhymes. So chorus goes, I'm emptying my book of rhymes. Get them all off my pad. Every thought that I had, I said I'm emptying my book of rhymes. Get them all off my pad. Every thought that I had, which... As of right now, like I mentioned, I feel is what he's been doing, especially with what he did with Tone Depth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, haven't used all the tricks I have. Select my balls. I'm in my bag. Get a little taste when I'm mad. Sick of wrestling this iPad. Unsuccessfully, I might add, because clearly he's not technology savvy. We know that from the selfie <laughs> stuff, too. Mm-hmm. And I know it's best to leave a tie, but... Even I get obsessed with reading everything and let's get it. Let's get the best of me till I snap. But I need to get off the internet. I need to get off the mic. You need to get off the internet. You need to go get a life. And here's the here's where it is. Why you waste time just to comment on shit, especially shit you don't like. Don't like it. Don't listen. But don't tell me about your favorite rapper ripping some shit he didn't write. Yeah, what happened to Slim? He was no cap. He was he was no cap with the pen. He he used to rap like the people his music was for. He was exactly like them. The dude who used to be poor, why can't he tap into him? Can't use that excuse anymore. He's mad at the wind. He's a nuclear war with the cloud. He's yelling at it again. So, whatever. He's basically commenting on everyone talking about you know, oh, how come M's not like this? How come he doesn't use the accent? Yeah, like, like, I, I, like he can't use his own material. Like, people want him to use something else. Yeah. And that's what he's pissed about. And look, and, and I get it. And M, you can certainly do whatever you want to do. But if you're looking for people's approval, guess what? You're not going to get it. Everybody's going to have a different opinion on everything. That's the problem. That's it. And sure, if you're only looking towards the people... I'll cut you off here. The only thing I like about Eminem now, he's his beats and his rhymes refer to now. Like, 50 was trying to bring back the gangster rap, but didn't work now. That's why he failed so badly. Eminem well, I don't know has actually changed so his tempo. 
That's what I liked about it. Even Kid Cudi, he released his new album. He changed his whole, his whole style. He didn't make it look like it was day and night because they didn't want to make it like two, 2005, right? So they got to make it like 2020. This is what it is now. That's what I like about this album because he actually referred to it as this decade, as this genre, like what the genre is right now. So, and look, and might I, I, I would definitely agree with you. Is this where he said the Takashi thing? No. I no, think this that was... Zeus was the one he said. To. And yes, like Eminem, you shouldn't be comparing yourself to music that is out now. Of course, unless you're talking about Drake or Cole or um, Kendrick, um, which I hope he comes out next year, or maybe even Joyner um or big sean um you know like i agree these rappers certainly are in your era but there's a difference between those rappers and m yes those rappers are obviously new school and whatever and m's been doing it for 10 longer years um but they're consistent with their pad M is off trying to prove that he can rap, but the way that he's doing it is trying to put a whole bunch of syllables together and show that he could rhyme certain words and doing so perfectly. Mm. But the problem with that and that too, he's not creating a vibe for the track. Hey, look, this is how I can rap. I can do this. I can do that. I can run this with crap and everybody wants to go. Everybody's screaming at me. You know, like just whatever. He's just going at it, going at it. I want to be able to vibe. Where is your, I don't want to say like a commercial track that he has, but why can't you give me something like, I don't know, cleaning out my closet or um, if we do something more recent, even go to the last album. Why can't you give me something like, I don't know, Darkness, Godzilla. You're going to learn. That was my favorite track in that album. You're going to learn, you know, like, I Will was pretty dope, where he had a whole slaughterhouse there. Yeah, so You Gonna Learn was pretty dope. Or, you know, I thought Darkness was his meaningful track. Godzilla was his commercial track. That was really dope. He even created a whole viral thing for it. Um, Leaving Heaven was a decent track, too. You know, like, Yeah, Yeah, Yeah was more hip-hop based. That was for a lot of rap heads. You know, stepdad was kind of nice too. It's childish, but I didn't, I didn't necessarily mind it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, that's it. I don't know what to say about this track anymore. Um, but I liked the chorus. I thought the chorus was dope. This track wasn't that bad, though. Yeah, still I, I, I liked off. it. I liked it, but it wasn't like too fl- like amusing to me to like listen to. Like, I wouldn't mm-hmm. listen to this in the car that much. But like there was a, there was a couple might, there was a couple of punchliners I liked. I might, but the problem is if he would have maybe have cut this up a bit, because it's technically only two verses. Mm-hmm. If he would have maybe have cut it up a bit and made it into three verses or even four verses, it probably would have felt a little differently. Because he's just talking some nonsense. Then the, I, I don't know what that is. I uh, would help if I, okay, where is it? Uh, then the Amagalda hippocampus yeah. is going to trigger the ignoramus to think of the most ridiculous shit to spit, then pit it against these pitiful rappers, insidious, these idiots, wittiest shit against my shitty MC hammers. Get your whole squad, send a task force in. If you want it, you're about to get what you asked for then. 
Put your helmet on, strap your chin. You're about to get you a crash course in who not to start a motherfucking rap war with. Like, M. I don't know. Uh, like, he just doesn't like criticism. Uh, what? Everybody's yeah, like that. Like, no, and I get it, but you're also so whiny. Like, that's your problem. I think that's the issue. Okay, but I would be pissed if, like, let's say Lord Jamar, uh, like, I watched the interview with Lord Jamar, like, he was talking about Eminem. He's like, yeah, I respect, like, the albums he did, but, like, you can't have a white rapper dominating a black industry. And I'm like, when, when, when M hears that, that means he's not welcome. That's why he's doing this. Like, okay, but hold on, because M has also have mentioned, because then there was this whole debate that um, M thinks, because he said he wasn't even... Um, that he was just a guest in hip-hop. I think that's what one of Lord Jamal's thing was. Um, uh, that a lot of people got pissed at Lord Jamal saying that he was a guest in hip-hop. Because Lord Jamal's thing was a lot of people in the hood don't listen to M. And look... He's partially right he's because not, people people listen to wrong. like yeah, high-tempo beat. People, no, pe- people will listen to... You know, Dipset. People will listen to Jeezy. People will listen to... Uh, Gucci M doesn't necessarily rap about that. That's different. I don't think it it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that he's white. And so there was this whole debate though that Eminem was mentioning uh, Eminem was talking to Crooked Eye and Crooked Eye had brought that up. And M was like, okay, but I am a guest in hip hop. You know what I mean? I I'm not the you know like <laughs> you've allowed me in and i'm doing what i can to contribute to the culture which certainly he has um lord jamal i think has a little bit of racist tones to him where he can't ex- acknowledge that eminem is part of the rap culture and won't give him his badges if you will because M certainly deserves those um, but it's weird because Eminem says that, look, guys, I get it. I am a guest in hip hop, whatever, but look, I can flow. Look, I can do this. Give me my flowers. He sometimes mentions he doesn't care. And then he mentions that he does. So I'm all confused. Mm. I don't know. Like I said, like, he, like, I can see why he's mad and everything. It's also like a lot of like, I don't know. I don't, I don't like, don't, like a lot of people are going to get mad at me because like, oh, that's racist. I'm like, well, there's a lot of black people that don't like to listen to Eminem and don't like to credit Eminem as the top 10 because why? Sometimes maybe they say it's white. He's from us. He's from the South. He doesn't deserve. To, <laughs> he, he, he raps too fast for me. Blah, blah, blah. And that's why he's he's doing but this. Look, like, I look, can see why he's whining and bitching about should, it. No, but he shouldn't. You know why he shouldn't? These top fives, top tens, even this review is subjective. People aren't going to like you, then fuck it. Move on. Make something else. There are tons of people that like you and so on and so forth. Like, I don't know why you're trying to appease to these people. You have nothing to prove, you know? So that's kind of my issue. Why are you letting this affect you now is my whole thing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he basically writing in my book of rhymes. Yeah, so he just finishes that, and that's it. I don't know. I like this track. I just think he's once again just saying a bunch of crap as well, and I just kind of got tired of it. If it might have 
just make your verses shorter, bro. Like you're just constantly. I don't know what you're talking about half the time. Like, I, and this track maybe whatever it might make sense for the consistency, because you're emptying your book of rhymes. Mm. So, and this track, I could live with. If you had a track like this, if you took what you did here, compared to what you did with that other track, or where you just went crazy on um, Alfred's theme, I'd probably have no problem with it, because you're making it into your theme. Yeah, a book of rhymes. I'd be like, okay, cool. I'm down with that. You know. Um, so next track we got track six, favorite bitch, which features Ty Dollar Sign. So that is dope. And did I have? Yeah. And honestly, this track is nice. Mm. I, I I really like this beat. Um, I thought this beat went well with how M was flowing here. Mm. Um, yeah, me too. I, I really like it a lot. Even his first verse was just like spot on. Like fuck, like so many puns in that one. I was like yeah. really, really uh, interested. Yeah, I was young. I was hungry. I was chasing the bag at twenty-one. I was lucky to find an to find an uneaten fucking honey bun. I forgot about now. I got money falling out fifties, hundreds, and twenties. And I know nothing is funny about the Manchester bombing. Oh, I don't remember. Hold on. And I know nothing is funny about the Manchester bombing, but we got something in common. What? Both of us are alarming. Yeah, it, alarming bomb. <laughs> I got it. Uh, so so repugnant and ugly. I could give the Boston Marathon a run for its for money. For its money. Jesus. The bars, man. The bars are so good. Uh, yeah, that's for sure. And uh, you could say I'm a little bit immature. A little? Really? Really? Uh, but this type of literature got me a little richer. Yeah, I like that. But I get insecure when them other dudes hit on you. Girl, you're letting them fiddle with your clitoris. Remember, you were my fucking favorite bitch. Yeah, T.Y. T.Y. does get on the chorus, as I don't doubt he would. This guy's phenomenal all the time. Um, yeah, so this I imagine he's also talking about his favorite bitch being music. Mm -hmm. Always hated my smile. Mama told me it's goofy. I got picked out on at school, come home and she'd school me. She never sugarcoated it to me. She said if I wasn't so stupid and ugly, I wouldn't always get bullied. I think of my struggles and I get emotional. Could be because how behind the eight ball and far in the hole that they put me. Now I'm on a roll like a Tootsie. Uh, I'm just trolling you pussies, but I'm like a stroller because you'll see just how I roll if you push me. <laughs> the bars. Yeah, that's so good. No, yeah, and I, I, I honestly, I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't have any problems with this. Yeah, this one. Was um, good. yeah, I really didn't. I think one of one of the crazy bars though, I did like. An era whence we came, from Nas to Pac, Ra, Eric B, and Kane. But I know a few from this era that are lyrically insane. And although most are never going to hit the level Cole or Wheezy at, or be emotionally attached to your MTV raps, running home from school to catch an episode, feeling that it gave you to rip the plastic off the tape you're holding, peel it back, yeah, tear it off, and play it, and swear to God, four o'clock, we'd crowd... Okay, yeah, so that wasn't the one I was referring to. But yeah, he's just paying homage to... That's one cool thing about Eminem. He really likes to pay homage to everyone he's learned from and reminisce of the days of where he learned his hip-hop culture from. You know, 
He's mentioned Rakim numerous times just throughout his career and Kane. And of course, LL Cool J was one of his favorite rappers, which I found kind of interesting. Made me wonder, did I miss something with LL Cool J? <laughs> but yeah, I enjoyed this track. Thought it was uh, one of the better ones for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I really liked it. Even he even said like here, he's like, when I was going through some of the hardest times I drew from her, but she's like the devil because I just can't let loose from her. Get it? Lucifer? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he's like referring to her as the <laughs> devil. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it's not the most wittiest line, but yes, I uh, definitely it's a it's a good line. Um, yeah, I liked it. And keep in mind throughout this entire album, it's just going through right there's no skip you know how you used to have two second wait periods this mm-hmm. just goes through so the other so as this one ends you hear gunshots and that also leads into the next track which is guns blazing which of course features sly piper and dr dre <sighs> i like this track i didn't I like the like beginning this- and they got better in the end that's what I liked about it. it didn't, I didn't like the beginning. Like I didn't like Sly's part that much because it didn't fit to the beat and how it move, how it roll with it. Time to fix the music. State of execution. No more distribution. The fuck. When he hit the high that- note, that's when like I was like I was like nah, nah nah this doesn't work in the in 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 a beat. And then what high note? Like you, you did, did this, this to me, street. yeah. That I'm right one. Back in my bullshit, right back on these streets. Just remember that you did this to yourself. Yeah, no, I don't know. I like it. I thought it was nice. I thought it was uh, I thought it was catchy as fuck. Like I was expecting more of like a high tempo beat, because especially when it's from Dre, like you expect something like more like out, like you know, like, like how they did with this combobulate. I was expecting something like that. I didn't expect something more smooth, soothing and like more mellow to the. I think this is, yeah, I mean, I kind of get it. Maybe the beat is a bit simple and too bassy, but I feel like they wanted to make this the, the ride track. Like the I can go down the street kind of track, perhaps. Um, or maybe when you're on a trip on a highway kind of thing, you're not necessarily blasting it. But it's kind of a calm, timid track, maybe. I I mean, the beat maybe was a bit boring, uh, but I still enjoyed it. I like Dre's part. Great to hear him. Let's make one thing clear. Uh, my resolute for this year, no pollution, fresh air. My solution, long hair with a fat ass. I'm dead ass. Mile high club till I jet lag. Yeah, no, some good shit. I don't know necessarily how many times have I got burnt and tried to act like I'm not hurt or take you back and we not work like clockwork. This shit is agony. You're dragging me. Glocks first. Just remember, you drawed first. You ain't toe-tagging me. Whole bag. Any blowback you deserve. Get the Bozak, bitch. Yeah, my soul is blackening. So actually, this would have been a lot worse. I could have name-dropped you in my verse, but out of respect for your daughter... Wonder who he's talking about. Well, Jesus, I won't blow your spot up because your toddler does not deserve to get caught up in our dirt. And good luck with that father, bitch. You're stuck with him now. Ah, fucking ha. Word to the doctor. These are the wounds you cannot nurse. Uh, 
<laughs> hope it's driving hope it's driving you bonkers that I'm not yours guess I must have got this wise you're not sly just cause you can make up on the spot lie I'm coming out guns blazing shots fired yeah I don't know I mean I liked it I'm sorry for just Ooh, going crazy who is he referring to is that Machine Gun Kelly again no no I can't be it has to cause I know he has a kid and he was like a really good mentor because he referred a lot of Machine Gun Kelly uh, what's called verses in his album I think it was just really one track though and then that's where Machine Gun Kelly was laughing it off and I think that's off uh, Nat the next track that's coming up I think that's like the best one he did (laughs) I'm like just like uh, should we go into it now so Nat is kind of your commercial Eminem's commercial track though for the album and Mm -hmm. it's obviously the most current recent theme of COVID so I really love this beat um this is probably could be in a club it's different in the sense that you know they say these buys are like COVID you get them right off the bat uh, infected with SARS and Corona like you took a bite off of that and it goes from Martian to human. That's how the virus attacks. They come at me like machine guns, like trying to fight off a gnat. So, yeah, the, this track is, well, he made a video for it. So he knew, right? The video came out the same time the, the album came out. So that's like, it. That's why everybody so was going crazy. He definitely knew uh, this track was going to be the more popular one. And, you know, when going into production, you kind of realize that. Okay, maybe uh, these are my commercial tracks. And for sure, this is definitely one of them. I, I, I have no complaints. Oh, uh, me too. Uh, of this track. Especially the switch beats, like, like during the song. It was perfect. Yeah, so this one, it worked. Because I think it's the next tracks coming up where the beat just changes like five. To, well, one, it happened in Alfred's theme where it changed, I think, like, three times. And I'm just like, okay, bro, I'm done. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, how do you, like, you're giving me anxiety with this switch up all the time, you know? But, yeah, this track, it's uh, good. I'm trying to see if there's any anything I really need to... I know that I'm getting loaded. The pen exploded. Hiroshima with the flows, a utopia. With the that dope, was good. I'm an OG. I'm like the goat. You... St- here, uh, here to get your goat little bit of sodium. It's assault A. Uh, I like assault. Um, when I'm at the podium, at your throat. Holy camoli, I'm in the zone with the shit I'm on. Get emodium and a commode because nobody's even close. I don't even know. Okay, hold on. But it's get- also like it, how many syllables he put in one verse, which just surprises me how like he knows his knowledge. Like he, like that—that's for sure. He read the dictionary like so many times, and how many words he has to bend in in order to like make this song work. That's what really like. And look, it's interesting. And the problem, which might be a problem or might not be, is I perhaps maybe feel like you're saying certain things that I mean I get it though because that's what rappers do, and you have to look it up, and you have like 
I get it. For the hip hop heads, he wants people to learn from what he's doing and to look it up. And I think that's what every rapper wants you to do to get you off your game and you don't know what that is and you learn for yourself. And I'm all about that, right? But like he just does it too frequently in a bar. But that's which, what everybody likes. Everybody likes that. I get excited when he hits like a hard bar like that. Like especially with all these no. puns he put. No, but that's what I mean. It's not that it's not a hard bar. It's just that it's too much crap that you have to look up. Well, that's it's, Eminem it's, for you. <laughs> no, but it's not. It's not that it's Eminem. He didn't used to do that. It's well, you gotta switch it up for especially when it's like you've been doing it for a long time. You gotta switch it up now. You can't be the same. Blow. No, you can't be the same rapper from like back then. Overwhelming either is what I'm saying. Like. Why would you waste, if I had all these lines, why would you waste them all in one shot? A lot of rappers slow it down a bit because they know it will still hit. Sometimes less is more. That's a common saying for a lot of things when you're designing and all that. Sometimes less is more, but it also is that in rap. Like, it's just, I don't know, overwhelming. Okay, but like, there's people in this generation now that listen to hip hop. They only think about the beat. He wants them to learn how it is lyrically with a nice beat. That's what he's trying to do. That's what he's trying to prove in this industry. But this is what I'm saying. You're not going to get, if you're trying to appease to the new school, you're not going to get the new school to do all this, first of all. No, he's but people are going to be amazed by just what he's saying. He's, no, the people are going to be amazed. No, you know why amazed. they're not going to be amazed? Because he's be spitting too much. He's but people are going to say he's like a robot. That's literally that's, what he's going to say. That's the problem. When you, the rapper, are making a track, you want the listener to think. Mm. But you don't want the listener to... It's fine if you have... If there's a, a, um, uh, a lyric that went over your head. That happens. And sure, I love when Eminem does that and sometimes he even calls you out on it while he's rapping the next thing because he knows it went over your head. And that's fine. But when you overwhelm me with a bunch of lines where, yes, it's genius, but I have to look up every single freaking thing, which I don't necessarily mind doing, it takes away from the song. Well, it's like the same thing he did with Godzilla. He did the exact same thing. It's just like people just want to just people just yeah, want entertainment what, now. That's literally what smart, it is. But he did smart in Godzilla. And I think which is what helped appreciate the, the song more is when he did that viral video. Hey, guys, why don't you do a Godzilla challenge? And then it forced people to like, that was great. And people like, it's just like uh, Chloroseptic, how he did it on Chloroseptic as well towards the end when he just went crazy. Mm. That is fine, but he's not technically as fast as he is here on Chloroseptic or um, Godzilla. Oh, yeah, I know. And, and I think maybe that's the problem. So by him being a little bit slower and still trying to spew all these lines and a tundra or whatever, you're causing an issue because you're causing the listener to listen to your every word, trying to necessarily get what you're saying because you're slow enough. Because when you're doing Rap God or Godzilla or whatever, 
Like the only way you're going to learn certain parts of those songs is reading the lyrics and understanding what he's saying. Yeah, sure. But you're but not like, going to get every listener that is listening to you honestly, to do that. But he honestly, why he did this? We're in a pandemic. People need something fun. This is what he brought. And this is like pure genius because like it's how like people switch. They want something creative like you, you, to listen to. Like people are stuck at home. Most of them are quarantined. Most of them are in lockdown. So like why not put all this together and just make a crazy track out of it? So like I can see why he did this. Like so, uh, pe- I don't think people are going to be like going up to bar from bar and say, "Oh, he said this, he said that." It's just like people are in a pa- it's like we're in a pandemic. He wants to put something fun, you know? Like well, why and, not? And that's what I'm saying though. You want I'm saying people have to go bar for bar to listen to these tracks. The reason that is is because Eminem's problem is he's too fast, right? So you're not going to get a lot of people to vibe to you like you would get people to vibe to Stan or Brainless or Beautiful or Walk on Water or uh, Cleaning Out My Closet or Real Slim Shady. You have a certain level of vibe on those tracks or Sing for the Moment or Say What You Say or... You, you just have a certain vibe that you set on that track that allows the listener to follow you and yeah. understand and vibe to it. When you're just constantly, but I'm doing this and I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I'm doing this and then I just fucked your mom and then I did this and then I did that. And blah, blah, blah. I, it's overwhelming. If you would have made it into a tone, I'm doing this and I fucked your mom and I did this, I did that. I just really fucking that. You know, like I get M wants to go fast and thing, and he loves doing that, and I'm all for it. But then do something like Godzilla. Godzilla well, worked for that. This is like honestly, I don't mind this. It's just because it's something different. Like no, I don't oh, no. think any rapper can do no, it. No, no. And look, and right off the bat, not. I don't mind him doing it on. I think maybe it's a little bit much towards the end. But I, I my, not. I don't mind it because he had a tad bit of consistency through the track. Well, like honestly, the punchlines are just like what made the track so good. Like, like I got your poll. I got your girl at the poll, like voting. <laughs> so he's in the show okay. club with the girl. That's actually that clever. And okay, then you have but like, it's not. It's clever, but it's not that clever for hip hop head. You know yeah, what I mean? It's kind of clever. But he has, to make it, he has to make it fun. It's, We're in 2020. It's been a shit year. So why not? Why not do it like this? He, you know, why not? It, this is all the puns he's been doing. And he even you know said why? It a long time. You, why? Why? <laughs> I'm sorry. I keep retaliating. Because he's trying to prove that he still got it. That's why he's you can't. Forty-eight. There's a reason why people are saying he's washed up. That's why you saw in the video you saw him in the washing machine going all over, because people say he's washed up. That's literally what this this music. This is literally why this song is like popping right now, because like he's trying to prove a point that why he's still in this. And like, come on, you're petroleum to plutonium. You're a phony. I'm a crib with at your, with your whole got your whole. Got your got her at the pole like voting with no clothing. Stripped down to a toe ring and here we go with the gloating. I've got my nose in the air like booing. Come on, that's clever. I'm just sorry. Yo, that's like But no crazy. one is gonna rap it out loud. It might be clever, oh, but yeah, no sure. one will I know care that. enough to learn it to rap it out loud. For instance, J. Cole's middle child. Okay, now I just sang this because I learned the track and whatever. 
But I learned it because it was a fun flow, right? I wanted to learn it. People be counting me out and counting my bullets. I'm loading my, cl- you know what I oh, mean? Yeah, like, yeah, because the the track because the beat went with the flow. That's why it was so good. It actually right. like it so, actually made sense too. And I think that's kind of the issue just with this though, because if he wants to get people to like him or whatever, you're gonna have to get people to want to bounce to your track. And Eminem does have that stuff like that. Like you know, Eminem's the way I am. Sure, I'm talking. 18 years earlier, I guess, 17 years mm-hmm. earlier. Or, but, you know, Lose Yourself, that was a commercial track. But, you know, if you want to take something else from 8 Mile, 8 Mile Road. Um, he's done tracks like that before. And to your point, I understand he wants to be different and change up. Someone that, like, switch beats or switching beats now is a thing in hip hop. Like what happened with Sickle Mode and what happened with, um, with Godzilla. You need that in 2020. So, like, no, no, I'm happy no. he made this track. And switching, yeah, that was awesome for sure. So, we'll move on because I'm sure I'll be bitching about something else this one. But no, that was great. Um, I, I thought it was a great commercial track, adding COVID into it. I liked it, I uh, enjoyed it completely. What's the uh, next track, Mike? I have higher. This one I like a lot because actually, it's actually like a workout song, kind of. Cause like it's like, it's it's like, he's like rising from like his upground and like his. Cause this song is basically about like him after fame, and also it's him with like how he can like show off his lyrical capabilities, right? Right. So th- so this is like he even said it in like one shot. Reminds me how I overcrowded a hospital's waiting room. I'll get what I mean is maybe I have more patience. Then I'm able to admit. And then fame was switched by I was grateful to trade this shit for the trailer with the hitch. So. Grateful. Trade. So basically saying I'd rather not like switch anything. I'm going to do it my way. And brain full of wit, dangers, and can extinguish this English language when it's lit. I think what you're, like, he's talking about, like, you just reacted to that, like, how people will basically bitch about why this thing is so fast. There's a reason, like, that that is, I can see I can see why he's saying like this. He wants to impress people. That's been his obsession for many, many years now. Mm-hmm. And, and look, and I get that, but everyone knows he can rap and he has, I don't like to use, he has wordplay because it's more than wordplay. No, it's, uh, it's something else. It's, I don't it, know how. It's, it's, it's lyrical ability and he has that. It's just, I, I, I'm just trying to get into his head, I guess, as to, because he's kind of contradicting himself. He's saying... He's mad at the critics. Why don't they like him? He's bitching about that, saying that he still got it. Then he's also saying he's going to do it his way. But it's also he's forty-eight. It's his age. That's the problem. Why people are criticizing him, and it's also people don't like the way he raps now. Like you said, it was too fast, right? From the right. last tracks that you're talking about, that's why he's pointing this out. This this thing out. I know it's a little bit of repetitive. Why I'm saying this. But this is how he is. This is like 
if you say something about Eminem, he's going to put you on a track. Right. So, like, I, I'm not blaming him on anything. It's just, like, this is, how he, this is how he is. Like, for so long, he's been doing this for so long. He, he been, he's been, he's been literally, he's been literally on diss tracks from, like, Mariah Carey, Nick Cannon. And, like, it's been going on for at least for an amount of 20 years right now. Well, not 20 years there, but like, yes. So 1999, 2019, 2020, 21 years. Okay, fine. Fair. Um, well, not with Nick, but with Mariah, I guess. But yeah. Um, and he had randomly brought that up again. We didn't hear anything. And then we heard something, heard something on, I think it was Encore, where he brought it up with bagpipes, uh, bagpipes from Baghdad. He brought that up. Uh, Superman, obviously the whole Mariah thing. But then he brought it back up like three years later with uh, bagpipes from Baghdad. Um, whatever he does that and I get it he just announces superstars celebrities like that just so he can rhyme with them he, he name drops a lot he's done that his entire career and that's fine um, I don't look I, it's, I just don't get his contradiction of being mad of why the critics keep bitching at him because he puts out what he thought of Revival being a serious album, and then he goes with Kamikaze, and people are bitching at him again because it's more Slim Shady, and it's more going at people, and people were still bitching. And what I'm getting to is the problem is maybe it's the fact because he's older now, he shouldn't be dwelling on these things that he did when he was younger. Yeah, right. yeah, that's a big problem with him. Like he can't let go of the like he can't let go of Chris's, he can't let go of the past. I would say that I would say you're right about that, but how many how many rappers are in the industry right now that are like over forty? Can you name anybody? M or Jay Z? That's why. Uh, it's just like he loves he loves music so much. He just wants to keep going. Yeah, but this is why people stop too at a certain age and have other businesses as well, right? And they put out music and Eminem sure has that with his Shade 45 and his clothing stuff and whatever. He does other stuff for other people and cool story. And I get it. M just likes to write though. He is uh, a true student of the game through and through, and he will never stop making music because he just genuinely likes to do it. And I am okay with that. I am fine with that. But when you go 20 years into the rap business and you wonder why certain people aren't liking your stuff now, I... And yes, you've tried to change with the times and so on. It's just, it's, it's, it's kind of weird to be so angry at that, I feel. Because, like, you got to understand, you are, um, and, you know, especially when you have stuff like Snoop Dogg. Uh, I, don't, I don't know, I think, does he say, is it on this track? No, I think it's No, that's on, Zeus. Uh, Snoop Dogg is, is on Zeus. Yeah, that's okay, when people so. start talking about it. So, um, that's it. It's Zeus that kind of gets everything. I think Zeus is when he even apologizes to Rihanna. Too. Yeah, because he leaked the video. Yeah. Well, he didn't leak it. Well, he uh, leaked the song that like that like referred to uh, the Chris Brown like incident. 
So that's, it. that's why. So no, but um, in terms of this track, I liked it. I yeah, really this decent enough. Uh, beat was amazing. I really love that beat. Um, um, yeah. Uh, now what am I gonna do? Can't nothing hold me. I'm on the loose. Born a winner. Damn, it's so hard to lose. I can do it even when. I can do it even when I'm trying to. Um, when my record flops, it still goes through the roof. The atmosphere for a chosen few who was on the grind making money moves and you ain't going to get there if you watered down. So, ironically though, they're saying that this album might only possibly do 75,000 sales first week. Uh, yeah. That's the projection. It's very early though. Uh, it's, it's probably going to hit like what? 5 million? Like the past month? <laughs> probably. We'll see. Uh, let's see it depends if he's also still a big figure in, in in the music industry still so like he still has fans it's not like yeah. he lost them and he maybe might but it's hard to right because he maybe might be number one on hip-hop this week um but also kid cuddy came out so we'll see i don't know how kid cuddy's numbers are gonna go um he won't be number one though because oh that's uh, for sure this came out so Taylor Swift is probably going to take that. Or probably in uh, hip-hop, you'll probably be number one. But like, other musics? Nah. Well, there, were, like was, 10. there was also Conway's record, too, that came out, too. Um, I don't know. He's big, but he's underground big. So I'm not sure uh, how that will go. So we'll see. We'll see. But they're, they're only projecting about 75,000 units. Yeah. For, so um, just ironic to and for Eminem to say that, you know, this would, they're saying that this might be his first number one, uh, first album that he doesn't get number one. Out of his so. uh, Okay. Uh, well, we could just talk about another song now. Uh, he has a song called These, These Demons. Probably just referred to, like, talking about the past. Uh, yeah, these demons, I'm not necessarily remembering. So, he just basically, he says it there, it says, it fills with references to celebrities, pop culture, and current events. So basically just talking about his past. And how he's still, and he's still like, these demons are still like, haunting him to this day. So might as well write it out in a huge song. And this is the first time I've ever heard of Maj. Um... I think this guy's also a great chorus dude as well. Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of curious as to see what else he did. Um, yeah, I didn't mind this track either. No, this track I was okay. It's track? like, it was okay. It was like pretty good. You know, like I, I liked, I liked it. It's like because it, it talked about the past and it kind of got me, you know, thinking about like what he was doing in the past. Like I kind of like referred to his story. But, like, it's still the same thing. <laughs> in so terms like, of what? Like, there's a fucking circus in town. Yeah, bitch. This verse, finest clown, ICP, R. Kelly, sex tape, ICP. Oh, my God, yo. <laughs> you 
Oh, Scott Benham. <laughs> Yo, oh my God. Oh, I, you know, because I was listening to it, I was like, oh, that's hard. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, then I just read it now. I'm like, wow. Okay, he's talking about the interview that he flipped out on. Oh, and then he's pissing on little girls, like 14-year-old girls. That is disgusting. I can't believe he even did that. That's just disgusting. Grown man pissing on 14-year-olds. It's just disgusting. But yeah. Like, yeah, that's crazy. At the time, though, no one gave a shit. They made it into a joke. You know, it was a funny thing on the Dave Chappelle show. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's messed up. They made it into, like, a joke in hip-hop where they didn't think of it as anything. And now they finally, you know... They finally, the whole... like, they finally take it seriously. This guy's freaking out now. Like, why people are attacking him. Dude, you fucking... You do. You pissed on on 14-year-old girls. That's disgusting. It's not that. It's more because of the, the documentary that came out on R. Kelly and all that, right? So, But still, um, just that's disgusting, man. It's, it's inappropriate, bro. Come on. It's 14-year-old girls. Like, come on, man. It's definitely done worse. Um, oh yeah, for sure. I'm uh, not going to disagree with you and you. Yeah. So I mean, whatever. He's rotten in a jail cell now. So thank God. Yeah, thank um, God. Yeah. So there's a fucking circus in town. Yeah, bitch. This first fin a clown. ICP. R. Kelly sex tape. ICP. Look, my shit is intense. You getting wiped like TP. You don't like me. You can bite my little white wee wee. And everything. <laughs> Invite my little white wee wee, long as I L I V E. And Live. ah, you're clever, and clever. Since okay, calm down. That's clever. <laughs> no, that's really clever. Dad, come on, P and L I V E, not uh, live. Not, come on, yeah, I get it. I get it. It's not that clever, it's a regular rhyme scheme. Calm down. And ever since my preteens, uh. Stripped lead jeans and grandma nan's little black and white TVs. Yeah, I'm so boogie that I stick out my pinky every time I drink tea. Oh, bougie. Not boogie. Bougie. Used to want a wife sweet tea. Um, I don't know who sweet tea is. I probably should. Genius. Sir rock wife beaters. Now I let your wife beat me so I can eat shit, but I might be the shit. So when I say eat shit, I mean me. Oh, he flipped that hard. Yeah. Goddamn. You're 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 very biased. I'm not biased. This is it's it's kind of clever, but it's like kind of inappropriate at the same time. But like that's M. That's M for you. Like he doesn't care. Get it, but it's stupid. Used to rock wife beaters. Now I let your wife beat me. Okay, whatever. So you can eat shit, but I mean, but I, but I might be the shit. So when I say eat shit, I mean me. Like, okay, I get it. Cool. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not taking that as you are. Like, it's it's good. It's fine. It's it's, it's not fire. It's just like it's not clever. It's like it's clever, but it's like it's not like oh, it's gonna pull the roof. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, so I mean, this track I don't mind. I really like Majin the chorus, and uh, the beat is dope. Um, so it really goes well. He's not going overly crazy on this one, so that's why I didn't mind it. Um, next, we got the key skit, which I found completely stupid. Well, can we just like skip the skits because like they're all like 30 seconds? So. No, I know they can. It was just a stupid skit. Um, where, oh, whatever. I mean, I'm just being stupid. I guess it's kind of similar to his Ken Kniff thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
after that we got she loves me now this uh, track i liked a lot man the beat the chorus everything dude i just yeah that was really good and like and actually and like it, it like he actually used like a beat that is like more like how you say like it's like you know like a marching band kind of mm-hmm. like kind of it kind of remind me of that that's why i liked it so much and it was like a it was like uh, it was like it was like a surprise to it you're saying the beat had a surprise to it? Yeah, the surprise to it, exactly. It was like it sounded like a marching like a marching beat. It's like basically he's like saying he's like saying like like it's like the beat kind of reminded me of like oh Yeah, I mean I like I enjoyed Yeah, uh, this track I liked it. I thought it was good. I something is off for me. I'm just not sure what it is, so I don't really know how to... But I liked it. I liked the chorus. She loves me, she loves me not. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if the ball's in my court, why don't we shoot to three? Yeah, I'll pick you up and we'll cruise through the D as soon as we hang... As soon as we hung up, I'm like, Ooh. Okay. Uh, bend you over the football table. Your shoes fall to the floor. Foosball, not football. Oh, my bad. Bend you over to the bend you over the foosball table, your shoes fall to the floor, but canoodling I'm not in the mood for. Gotta get me out of these drawers if you wanna spoon doll. I don't know. Okay. You wanna go right. for a spoon like he's spooning her doll. He calls it a, he calls his girl a doll. No, there's an entendre there. There's something that we're missing. Eminem uses kitchen puns to claim that he is only interested in sex, for which he would have to remove his drawers, a slang case, I know that, and not in other more emotional display of affection, like spooning or cuddling. Yeah, um, that's what he's referring to, though. He was just canoodling, spooning, right? He's just using another word for cuddling. That's literally what I'm trying to say. Okay. Um... Yeah, no, I I thought it's this a track lo- was... it's a love song. It's it's like how he he'll, it's a it's a sex song. It's yeah, and he's just making like he's just goofing around with it, which I like. Yeah, no, I uh, I I don't have any problems with this one. This one was good, no complaints. No complaints at all. <laughs> um, yeah, so maybe I'm liking. I guess I like, yeah, I think I like, I guess, maybe the second half more than perhaps mm-hmm. it looks like. Um, next up, the, next up we got Killer, which maybe might be my best track of the album. Oh, it's, this is this is a club song. This is for sure. Like a sh- you go to Shirko, you'll hear this song. But the problem is, I even told people, like, imagine hearing this in the club song, but then he yells out, killer. Watch your back. No, but I mean, it's how it's said, though. Killer. Like, it's almost in a club kind of way, so it would work. I don't think it's that bad. But it was, it was, it, it, this song was dope. I liked it a lot. It was more like the, it was more like, uh, how you say, he put like Shake That, like it kind of reminded me of Shake That a little bit, this song. And also, yeah. 
like all the like the theme like the cl- like club type songs that he did in the past that kind of remind me of it but this is this is this was dope like i didn't expect this from him i mean i would have liked if maybe the chorus was a bit more witty but i mean it's fine it's not <laughs> that it's to be. now count it now count it five ten yeah fifteen twenty yeah twenty five thirty yeah get the money throw it in the furnace yeah it should be funny earn it just to burn it swag dripping from me so like i get it but it's in so it works for him you know yeah it's his style that's what i liked about it yeah and my name is goofy this is probably another track you can have as like a video uh, oh yeah I, I would i would love to see a video of this <laughs> yeah for sure definitely, my income is all that and then some girl you girl your man is a nincompoop a symptom of a slimp because he'll spend some time he'll spend some loot to get some as for me i'm the kim jong-un of pimps on swag dripping i'm in a pub went up to this chick who was so tipsy we went to hug ended up tripping i picked her up she yelled she yelled out it's her birthday. She's 50 and in the club. <laughs> I like that. Uh, and then it comes on that's in the club song. She's a buzzsaw. We're going numbskull. I live on the edge. She's a jump off. Call her Cinderella. She loves, she loves balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good. I like that. Um... Yeah, so Balls obviously is a double entendre for the dance ball that she goes to where she loses her slipper. Um, I'm sure everyone got that. Just didn't know, don't know why I felt the need to explain, but I did. Um, yeah, I mean, this track is nice. It's goofy, and I don't mind this kind of goofy M on this track. The beat really is really soothing, and it's a club track. So I have, uh, I have no complaints. Yeah, even like um, what's it called? There's another verse he said in the in the song, with a botanic of bananas, you never heard better vernacular coming after your scapula, for the lack of better words, Dracula, because I'm attacking a rapper at the fernic nerve. <laughs> yeah, I'm a savage back to put the dagger in the back of a competitor's predators and scavengers. I'm a carnivore and a baller. You are at the dollar store. That's too good. That's good. That's clever. It- yeah, no, it's clever. So, again, the only thing is, no one's ever going to sing along to it. No, they'll just, like, they'll just vibe up the beat. That's it, because it's a club song, like you, like we all said. It's a club song that people will dance to. So I'm but, happy he did a song like this. But if we're comparing it to Shake That, at least with Shake That, you know, Eminem's, um, uh, what's one of his lines there? Uh, you know, that's kind of more sing-along-y, if we're just mm-hmm. comparing it to he, yeah, sure. like, I'm referring to the chorus, but even like when he's talking about, uh, why can't I remember any verses from Sick Back? Jake, that's me. Oh, girl. Dennis, a minute, a four or five minutes. Open your mouth for four or five minutes. That well, one? It's she, me and Dre was in double D's. You know, like, <laughs> it's just. I thought you could explain it. I'm like, never mind. <laughs> no, yeah. No, no, no. So. That's it, though. So 
he had flow to that one and it was easy to remember and it was still goofy so that's what i think maybe he could have done but i mean i like that i don't mind it it's just i don't think anyone's gonna be singing along to the entire song like shake that that's all but uh, i i didn't mind this track at all yeah this one it was really good uh i didn't i this was like this is like literally got a flashback to the old like the old m that's what it reminded me of yeah and that's if if we would have had more tracks of this on the album i probably wouldn't be as you know critical yeah but i liked it it was good um next track we zeus. got zeus the one you really want to talk about uh yes so zeus which i'm not familiar with white gold uh, I didn't hear about like this is the first. Well, I heard White Gold. He did a couple of tracks with I think, um, I think it was Kendrick or something, something like that from his last album. Or probably a bit, I'm probably mistaken. But he, yeah, when I heard him in this track and the, when he did the chorus, I fell in love with it because it actually like, even though he was like saying like, I'm a god and I'm like I'm the go and everything. Yeah, I know you're trying to be a little too uh, how you say it powerful about your your whole like your whole song but like it was perfect like the guy's voice was like really really spot like it kind of yeah. it kind of like made me cry a little bit <laughs> snap okay yeah no it was uh maybe uh, make you cry jesus let me uh maybe it I was so to... good man i was like damn I'm like yo got got put more of this in there and white gold's actually talented man i was like surprised in this course and it fit yeah okay i see what you mean um yeah i uh this track was fun too she says i am trash but she listens to takashi yeah that's that's did you lost me fair weather with the wishy-washy she thinks machine wash me get it washing machine and machine gun kelly that's a that's a that's a this to machine gun kelly oh right okay yeah that's the one where he was saying swear to god man her favorite rapper wish he'd cross me i love conflict got obnoxious subconscious i'm afraid to unlock it uh nice keep those monsters in the closet i'm i'm what an idiotic idiot sovereign is a term someone with developmental disorder it describes someone who uh, is exceptionally gifted in one particular field. Eminem self-diagnosed himself throughout his February 1999 album, Slim Shady LP, notably on Just Don't Give an F. Uh, my name is Marshall Mathers. I'm an alcoholic. I have a disease, and they don't know what to call it. Okay. Yeah, so that's what that meant. I just wanted to know what the, the, the Savant Savant, yeah. Um, where were we? So... Since the underground rock is where I planted my roots, that's how I had a whole uh, planet that roots for me, as in the group, okay? And no one thinks dark as I think, so imagine the havoc. These black thoughts are too weak. And then it's to reek in brackets. I'm not... uh... It's the roots, the group, the roots. No, that I... Oh, he's Black that, Thought, Tariq. So, yeah. Oh, snap. Okay, right. Okay. I didn't realize. Okay. Yeah, that's it. He uh, elaborates on the Roots wordplay by mentioning the Roots crew formed, fronted by vocalist and freestyler, 
to Reek and Black Lad. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. My bad. I clearly don't listen to The Roots enough. Um, well, I know The Roots because I, li- I watched the Jimmy Fallon show. That's why. <laughs> so, like, yeah. And then I started listening to their music. They're actually pretty good. Snap, yeah. I should uh, probably get on that. And then I'd be on my own head up in the clouds like Zeus when they say you ain't the goat come down like who but I got my head in the clouds like Zeus so I can see I'm a bird's eye view Yo, that, that's good bitch you talking to a rap god hey yeah so I like that nice chorus even like we have to talk about Snoop Dogg that he dissed yeah so that's on the second verse the second, so he said, because um, Snoop Dogg, the reason why he dissed him, because Snoop Dogg was in the Breakfast Club, and this was like after COVID. So he did an interview, he said, because uh, Charlemagne the God, he's uh, temperamental again about Eminem, saying, oh, I don't think he's, uh, I respect M, but I just don't think he's top 10 worthy. So Snoop Dogg's like, oh, I don't think he was screw with the guys for like Rakim or. Uh, Big Daddy Kane and all those rappers. So this is basically a shot at Snoop Dogg. Right. And keep in mind, though, it's not this is not the first time Snoop has said anything. He even mentioned something on another radio show where he didn't find like Stan was that creative. So this is like way back when. And he also said that Dre was the reason why Snoop uh, Eminem is like there. But like. That's what Eminem, so, but but like I get that point. It's just the problem is Eminem has done a lot in the industry and has done a lot in music in like hip hop. So he, it kind of was like a back uh, like a backslap to him. That's what he felt like. He's like I don't feel worthy for you. That's literally what he was trying to say. Yeah. So here's the thing. I get why Snoop wouldn't necessarily like M musically. Snoop. That's not Snoop's kind of music. Technically, I and Snoop is an old head, right? So, of course, Snoop likes the 80s rappers and so on and so forth. Um, what I don't agree with necessarily is him saying it because look, he's allowed to have his opinion. If he doesn't, yeah, yeah. everybody has an opinion on everything. If he doesn't think that M is top 10, whatever, he doesn't have to think M is top 10. Not a lot of some, there's a lot of people who don't think M and M is top 10. Why? Just because they're maybe not into M's childish, immature things. Sure, he can rap lyrically, but you know, if if you would have maybe stopped at the Eminem show, probably a lot of people would have him on his top ten. Well, you're gonna dis- you're gonna discredit good recovery because that was a hell of an album. No, no, I know. I'm just going back to if you would have stopped at those two albums, people would have probably had him in his top ten, top five. You know, because those albums were produced amazingly. He's he got the, his most commercial with those albums from the Eight Mile soundtrack to the Eminem show uh, and the Marshall Mathers LP. Those are the three albums that people keep near and dear to their heart when talking about Eminem. It's mm-hmm. kind of almost like Fifty Cent's Get Rich, and then maybe the Massacre, but a lot of people weren't crazy on the Massacre necessarily to the point of Get Rich. So. Eminem show and Marshall Mathers LP was kind of like Eminem's Get Rich, if you will, right? That's yeah. what made him the GOAT and so on. And obviously, it's the beginning of his career when he peaked, so it makes sense. Um, 
but at the same time, he Snoop. If Snoop doesn't necessarily have any, I get it because Snoop even technically responded with some people. I don't know what he said. He said something along on Instagram where some people shouldn't make everything into an argument or something. Um, and although I agree because he's just basically saying it's his opinion, you don't have to take it as an insult. You know, it's a, it's his opinion. But like, don't add certain fuel to the fire where, like you said, the whole Dre up wasn't for Dre kind of thing. And sure. Of course, if it wasn't for Drake, Eminem wouldn't maybe have popped. If he went with another producer, maybe it would have ruined him. Certainly, Dre's beats did help. But mm-hmm. Snip, if it wasn't for Dre, maybe you would be in the same boat too. Exactly. That's my that's my problem with that with with that comment because like you're gonna discredit him like not making good music like like he's made great. Music songs he's made songs that have people still singing from till this day you know that's what that's what this comment felt like for me I'm like you're just gonna discredit his his career that's but, like that's really what you're trying to say but this is the thing with snoop too though snoop is not talking in what he did for the hip-hop community when he was commenting though it felt like he was just commenting on because what was the question what his top 10 was so in Snoop's top 10, why would Snoop have Eminem on his top 10? Snoop mm. doesn't vibe off what Eminem says in his music. Yeah, there's a lot of people that don't vibe to Eminem because of his, like you said, his wacky, his wacky lyric, like his wacky, no, I wouldn't say wacky, just like his it's, lyrics are very like over the top, I would say. It's content. It's just it's content, yeah. Is it's it's just it doesn't resonate with people from Snoop like Snoop Dogg. Why would a guy from California resonate with a guy from Detroit talking about how he hates his mom and um, you know grew up white trash? Mm-hmm. You no, know? um, it just you know it 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 wouldn't kind of thing you know what i mean it's just it's and it's understandable and to the point you know even where lord jamar said like you know people in the hood aren't gonna listen to eminem music yeah you're you're most likely right people aren't gonna listen to eminem's music in the hood you know people aren't gonna necessarily listen to eminem's music in the club it's specifically for a certain type of group and so on. It's 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 a certain style. Eminem then has those hits that everyone just enjoys because they're you know they're just good all around. They're all around. They're funny. They're they're uh, they're catchy and so on. Everyone has those. So I don't know. It's uh, I think M maybe I don't know why M felt the need he had to retaliate. Um, but I think that's also one of the reasons why people are bitching about Eminem being so whiny and bitchy. I get you want to defend yourself, but at the same time, what is that really going to do? Yeah, it's not going to change anything. Yeah, so, I mean, you want to and whatever. God was like a snoop to me. Ooh, I said that backwards. I meant dog. Like, cool. Like, uh, you know, (laughs) fine. I don't mind. It's just, I don't know what that's going to cause anything. Um, Like, like the last thing I need is Snoop dogging me. Man, dog, you was like 
a damn god to me. Nah, not really. I had dog backwards. But I'm starting to think all these people taking shots at me. Shit, it's no wonder. So, and whatever. It kind of worked. It's just, did you really need that subtle thing? It's Eminem. It's Eminem. Like, you expect him to take shots at things that he hears in the media. So, like, I'm not surprised. But it's entertaining. Why not? I'd be offended. I guess I'd be offended too, especially when you're in the same family, because that was this whole thing, right? Yeah, we, that's the reason why. He's like, I'm not, I'm not in my, just not in my camp. I'm diplomatic. I'm trying to be the last thing. I need a Snoop Dogg in me. Like, right. he didn't expect him to say that stuff. You know, he 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 wanted praise from like his guys from his camp. You know, that's why. <laughs> you know, and, like he didn't expect that at all. So why not? Why not? Yeah, that's it. But uh, actually, the, the lyric, actually, there was one lyric that I actually really liked. It's like what it is today. It's like he said, but I'm always reminding you that I came from poverty, which is true. He was dirt poor. He lived in a trailer park. And black people saved my life, which he meant like, and from the Doc and Deshaun, all that we want is racial equality, RIP, Laquan McDonald, Trayvon, and Brianna, Atatiana, Rashad, Dominique, Eric Garner, Ronnie King, now... We can't get along with these white motherfucking cops who keep murdering blacks off the streets. So, like, he's, like, saying, like, black people save my life. He's saying, like, rappers, like, Rakim, Big Daddy Game, uh, what's it called? Um, Dr. Dre, NWA. Those are his influencers. Those are the guys that brought him to introduce him to hip-hop, you know? Well, keep in mind, well, he was talking, but Deshaun is obviously... Uh, proof. Mm-hmm. Deshaun's proof. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, and then yeah, no, I mean that was and that was, that really was clever. Say that was clever of him to put it like that, and uh, yeah, no, kudos to him. That's uh, yeah, I liked it. I thought that was dope. It was a re- I, this is my favorite track from the album. Uh, yeah, I I mean. Like, there's so many good tracks in this album. Like, there's a lot of good tracks in this album, but this one's like my my favorite one. It's because like, even though he's like mentioning that he's the goat and everything, it's just like, it's like the song, the suit, the soothingness, and like, like even the the hook and the chorus. So it was like, well, that was, was like spot on, godlike and whatever. So, um, next track, uh, well, discombobulated. Yeah, Alfred just basically prepares us for the next traps. Perhaps I should mention that we have decided this. The flip of homicide. It's a little special. A little too macabre from the skirmish. Therefore, we have labeled it. And then, boom. M comes in on the last track with Discombobulated. This is just by Dre, so... That's the reason why I like this track. I like the beat. You know what the song remind me of, Justin? Old Time mm-hmm. Sink. That's literally what it remind me of. Yeah. Um, old Time Sake would have annoying whiny M, in my opinion. Not whiny, but I found him too loud. Yeah. It's just, again, I'm not a fan of his accents, and this was his accent game. Song right, this was whole encore, coming back kind of thing. Um, so I wasn't crazy on it. 
Um, but I don't mind it either. It's just... Like, I like the lyrics, so that's the thing. I really like... But he's just also talking a bunch of gibberish. I'm at the best when I'm at my, I'm at the best when I'm at my worst, and for that I'm blessed. So every time I rap, I curse, and that's why, uh, and that's why press. I usually get attacked by first. Um, they're at my neck like motherfucking vampires. So critics, uh, day is day. Why is? Where he says, so Chris, say the day I sit day, the same shit did. I'm all, okay, so he's like literally, like he's basically like already discombobulating. <laughs> like, yes. he's like, same shit did. I'm always degrading little bit ditch. Well, fip duck em. They can I'm taking the shit dit. Okay, yeah, so he's like discombobulating. Like he's already starting to like fuck up. Yeah, so I act like I'm on a kayak with my back to Niagara. No life jacket, man. I had like six psychiatrist scientists. Yeah, so I, I mean, I think I I like the track, just because it has consistency. You you see, he's normal, but then he's becoming crazy. He's becoming discombobulated, kind of thing. It kind of, you know, what it kind of reminded me of, brainless. Oh yeah. If I had a brain, it'd be brainless. A brain, it'd be brainless. Um. That he was more calm, obviously. Um, well, it's, all, it's also like this track is like he's making what the song is, you know, like he's referring to the title. Yeah, I mean, I like this track. Um, not my fave, but uh, I definitely don't mind it. Yeah, it was, it was a good. It was a great. It was a great track. Is like it was like him and Dr. Dre coming out like together again. So might as well. Well, I mean, we technically already saw that with Guns Blazing. So that's why I found that was interesting that they didn't put this track first. Maybe this track not being the last track um, and switching it that way maybe might have been better because track placement sometimes um, helps. So when you had a nice calm track with Guns Blazing and then this one with him going crazy uh it was good i don't know it was good um i don't know what else to say i uh i liked it and that pretty much was your last track i guess maybe i should just say the last line on the track i'm not really nothing really technically crazy we caused dre uh, black beethoven right <laughs> yeah he is black beethoven he is beethoven uh, that's it well calm down he's not no. beethoven Honestly, Dr. Dre is the most influential producer that has ever lived in hip-hop. Like, without The Chronic, there's no hip-hop. <laughs> like, he, he, like that album, like, changed what hip-hop is, is today. Yeah. No, no, no. And there's no doubting that. And, you know, Timberland is on there, too. And um, there's a bunch of other people, t t uh, producers, who have certainly changed the game. No ID. For especially for Jay, uh, there's also DJ Drama too. Now he he's been he's been around as well. Like he literally just found Jack Harlow. I was like, I'm surprised he found him. So like, yeah. And Jack Harlow came out too, um, which might get a lot of uh, which might get a lot of press too. So who knows? Well, we'll see if it's the number one album. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't necessarily know because music to be murdered by didn't side a didn't it had replay value 
but I feel like it still has more repay value than this album. Yeah. Together. I think I like side A more than side B. There's certainly tracks I don't mind on the second half of side B. But at the end of the day, I think I'm going back to Black Magic, Book of Rhymes. Again, like for some reason, Book of Rhymes, that chorus is just lingering to me. That and... I like Guns Blazing. I like, I like, I don't yeah, know. Like, he has a lot of good tracks. Like, even ah, with the side B, but like, yeah, there's some, there's some that are not, not, not great, but like not soothing to others. But like, yeah, he, I, I would rate this like, what, 8.5 out of 10, the side B. There's some, yeah. like, like the 20% part would be like the one we just explained how he like overdoes his lyrics a lot by just saying, oh, like he like nags a lot. Like that's the only that I would say that would be the only complaint I'll have for this album. It's a big complaint though, because at the end of the day, because of that, I don't know how much replay value I'm gonna be giving it. I'll I'll probably go to Killer again. Um, I might go to Black Magic just because I like the chorus and I like how M sounds on that. Mm-hmm. I really like the ones, the tracks where he has consistency and he's not overwhelming. I don't mm-hmm. know, maybe it's because I'm a bit older, perhaps. And I can't take when he goes nuts and crazy. And I'm well, there's also not- people in the younger generation that are like you that don't, don't don't take this thing like you know they don't like fast-paced rap. They like something soothing, you know. Well, that's not even necessarily true. I like fast-paced rap. I'll listen to Twista. I'll listen to Busta. You know what I mean? I just it's- like the younger generation now. They don't listen to that now. That's the problem. He's trying to give back to that, you know, so people just remember him as that. Like, look, I mean, we could take Busta. Busta recently just came out with his album. Um, and a lot of people praised him for his album because he didn't change. You know, he kind of kept it to what he knows and his roots. Essentially, it, and it worked, you know, and that's sometimes that doesn't because sometimes your the, your flows doesn't change good with the times. Mm-hmm. So when we look at it that way too perhaps eminem should have never went into his accent bag and he wanted to you know what i mean he wanted to he felt the need to change i think i think a lot of this anger that eminem has stems from his boredom of what he's doing I don't think it's anything directly with us. I think when he projects his anger on us and the critics and so on, sure, he might be upset by that, but I think he's really maybe just projecting that anger out on himself. Um, Because he ultimately can't... His need to wanting to learn more and do better is something that he can't fight because he is a student of the game as he always claims to be and how we can see with his how he gets better with like he gets good with his wording and his uh constant entendre rhyme sets and so on mm-hmm. and i think he's focusing too much on trying to be this wordsmith master that he's not focusing enough time on actual having a Okay, well, I can't say a theme because I guess his music to be murdered by thing was that. Um, but 
having consistency within his flow. He needs a vibe of each track, which I guess I alluded to throughout this entire interview. But overwhelming. It's just, it's, it's overwhelming for me. Like I said, I got anxiety with some of the, the verses. It was just too much in the sense that like, okay, bro, I'm not going to put this on a car, in a car. You know what I mean? I'm I would not put Nat in the car. I've been doing it for the past, what, five days now? <laughs> no, no, not for sure. Not for sure. But that's because it has consistency. It has a catchy chorus. It's good. He starts talking about, you know what I mean? It's like, I would, I would say like the ones you were talking about, like tone deaf, like, like that I wouldn't listen to a car. Like probably. I think you would try to play it in the car. I try playing in the car. It's like, I don't know. I, yeah, it's like it's like fifty-fifty with me. I have an ear. I have a what is it? I have a ear, ear function, and I can't figure it out. Or he can't can't figure it can't out. figure it out. Yeah, can't can't can't. Yeah, yeah. Right, that's pretty good. Yeah, but like that one, like it's like too like how you say it, annoying, kind of a little yeah. bit. I agree. It would kind of irritate you a bit. But then, like, yeah, as the song goes along, it's pretty good. It's just, like, it's it would get a little annoying because of the beat and also him, like, goofing around with the track as well. But, like, that's M. Like, that's his style. Like, that's why people should just, like, stop bitching because, like, that's how he is. Even though he complains a lot about it, it's just, the way, is that's how the way he is. Like, we we should know this from from Eminem. Like, like he's, like, he always, do, he does this. I'm not, I'm not surprised he's doing this again. It's overwhelming is my issue he, like I don't like you can't compare this to like a Big Sean record mm-hmm. you know you <sighs> he did something different from other rappers right now you know but like as I said he's why does he think this kind of thing would even have longevity though no one's gonna listen to this a year from now. Mm. No one's. No one might even listen to this six months from now. Maybe they might put Nat on. But there's no longevity to this record. I feel there's barely even almost a commercial hit aside from Nat, and maybe Killer. Yeah. And Black Magic. I really love Black Magic. I think Black Magic should have been his hit. But you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing to. There's no wow factor. Yes. There's wow within his bars, but he spits his bars in such a way that doesn't make me. You're supposed to bring the the listener in. Yeah, is the issue, and he doesn't bring you in unless you're a true hip hop head. You'll want to look it up and oh, that's what he meant. Oh, that's crazy bars. Okay, now I know what he means. I'm not going to go play this to all my friends and be like, oh, you hear that? such a banger. Like, I'm not going to say there's many tracks here that are bangers. There's yeah. no bangers here. You know? And it's just, I don't know. I, I, he, he, had, he had better bangers on uh, side A. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, would, I wouldn't say better track. I think this is like 50-50. Like, because he did something different with it. Like he kind of made he, he kind of made it more into what music is now into back then. So 
I w- uh, yeah, I would say it's like 50-50. But like average, I would grade this to like, I'll give it like an 8. 8.5. Around there. Yeah, I give this Because uh, like I, I actually give... like the album. Like, the album is actually really, really good. I'll probably give this a 6.6 6 out of 10. Because I give Music to be Murdered by a 7.8. Mm. Uh, the uh, side A. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I just I'm not gonna remember many tracks from this uh, this record. Fair I'm, enough. I, I I didn't I didn't look at anyone else's review yet, because um, I wanted to do the, our review first mm-hmm. before I went go looking for other people because I didn't want my uh, opinion to be s- skewed, if you will. Mm-hmm. But so we we did mention though you are a hardcore stan. Um, what do you feel was your worst Eminem album? My worst one? Revival. Okay, aside from Revival, because that's a cop answer. It's Revival, and also I didn't like Marshall Matters LP 2 that much. It was too mellow. It didn't have any oomph into it, you know what I mean? Like what mm. the old M was. That's what, I, that's what was missing that album. Even like Okay, relapse was okay, but like I was expecting more from him. But like relapse, I'll give it, I'll give it a pass, because he actually has some good record. Like he has a good, he has some good songs in it. And yeah, it's just those two albums I have a problem with. This is revival and uh, and Marshall Mathers LP two. Yeah, I mean, I I think the whole thing. It's not that Marshall Mathers LP two was bad. It's just it wasn't him. That's what I felt like. Well, it's not that it wasn't him. It was just more along the lines of your making is the second chapter to one of your top played albums of all time. So a lot of so the expectations were really high. Yeah, and that was a downer for me. For sure, for sure. You know, it's it, it's going to be hard. It's like saying Fifty has his next Get Rich, and then it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah, he would have so many shoes to fill to try to make it another get rich album you know so i think that's more so was our expectation it, it, it's never going to reach your expectation because yeah martial matters lp was just crazy right, um, yeah as well yeah it was the beginning of everything um yeah so that's that in terms of my worst I would have to say Encore. Is it Encore, the one with the accents? Uh, mostly Relapse. Oh, it's Relapse, right? Not Encore. Um, yeah, so <sighs> Relapse. I mean, granted, there was a few catchy songs, but yeah, definitely Relapse. And um, I'd probably have to put... You know, I wasn't that crazy over Kamikaze either, technically. I love Kamikaze. I, yeah, like, I... It's just people don't like it because he trashes on everybody. And it's like... I don't necessarily care for that. I loved his beef stuff. When he was beefing with Benzino and Ja Rule and so on. So I don't necessarily care that he was trashing on everybody. It's just... uh, He maybe had the same kind of issue there where he was just over-rapping. Mm. Um, I, I don't really... I will 
probably should do a review on that whenever you want. Um, but yeah, no, like I don't, I don't like I liked the Ringer, and that's where he was trashing everybody. But nothing's standing out to me at the moment on that album. Like I listened to it, I think for the first two months, and then that's it. Which I don't know if it's just because there's always so much music coming out. And so that kind of, but I still find myself going back to certain albums, you know? So, I don't know. Kamikaze didn't hit for me. Uh, well, it was out of nowhere too, right? It was a shock album, so that was dope. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It, I mean, uh, definitely Revival was obviously there, but it's a cop-out answer. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm sticking with Kamikaze being on that list. I really like Nice Guy. I thought maybe that was the track of the uh, album. That was like me introducing to Jesse Reyes because we didn't know how she is. Right. She's sort of popping, I would say. Poppin'. And she's Canadian, huh? Let me check, actually. She is. She is? Where yeah. is she from? Vancouver? Uh, I feel like it's Toronto or Alberta. Canadian singer and songwriter. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Toronto. Of course it's Toronto. Toronto, they get everybody. They have everybody in Toronto. Yeah, everybody in Toronto. Uh, so, is, uh, he did two tracks with the Canadian singer, so I'm always happy for that. And of course, that had Venom, which I absolutely love. Well, that was from the movie, too. So, like, yeah, yeah he was doing a movie. For, well, he was doing a song for the movie, so it was a banger. Of course, Lucky, he was good. Oh, you don't like the greatest? The greatest. It was so, like the first track of the album. I didn't even know he did. Uh, oh yeah, but I didn't like the greatest in the world, greatest in the world. Okay, but that's funny. That's good. That's funny. It's like it's like it's basically the re- the reason why he's saying that it's like he's like it's it's his not his fans. It's like people calling saying he's the greatest of the world. That's 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 the joke about it. No, I know. I, I get he's why. Like, it's like fanboys like me that would like say that he's the greatest. Of the That's literally what he's trying to say. That's right. what makes it funny. I, I get it. I just didn't like it. <laughs> and even uh, he did a song with Joyner too. And like, of course. That, that blew my good. mind. That blew my mind a lot. Like, that was an introduction to Joyner Lucas. Oh, yeah. You didn't? Uh, damn. Okay. For me, that was his introduction. Like, I'm, what, what I like about him, he, he he listens to other hip hop. Like he he kind of analyzes. He's like an analyst. He like he analyzes what this one could do to his album, like yeah. Young Ma. Like people didn't know Young Ma could actually work in in like uh, um, oh accommodating. There you go, accommodating. People didn't yeah. know that would work with her and him, but it actually did. Even though her verses were not that great, it's just. He popped up and tried to finish it off. It's like so, him. He knows how to analyze it. He knows what, what this artist can do with this beat and what artists can do with that beat. That's what I like about it now. The problem with Young Ma is she's weird because she is actually really talented when she does her freestyles and she does stuff on the radio. But as soon as like when her album came out, it was just trash. Ooh. Like she's not... <laughs> Yeah, she's more of better like 
I guess when she's not so scripted, um, that's when she kind of comes out. But she also is kind of one tone too. M liked her for whatever. He saw something because he saw. He said well, he, saw that. he said in an interviews like when I heard ooh, that's how I was like, yo, I gotta put her in my track. That was the reason. Was, he listened to ooh. I was like, M listened to that. I'm like, wow. I didn't know you could analyze. <laughs> of course he can. He's been doing it his whole career. Yeah, just like, that's what I like about him. Like, he analyzes what's, what's, the, what's the generation now. And he sees these, he sees these rappers like now, like what, what their sound will sound like in his album. So he's trying to fix it together and make it better. Oh, yeah. That's, so what, I like. that's what I like about it now. He's not like those old rappers that, like, he's not like those rappers, like, like how do you say? Who did it? Like, he wouldn't pick, like, old ones from, like, the past. No one doesn't want to talk about the past. They want to talk about the present. Cause there'd be a lot of people like like literally talking about oh why is he doing with this guy he's old like you know that's what i like about it. at least he's at least he's refreshing himself yeah i don't know i think that's a biased take to be honest with you i wouldn't say it's a biased take it's like that's 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 it's the intelligence of what he has in the industry it's analyzing i wouldn't say it's a biased thing no no no, no. he has that for sure um and he does do that yes but i'm not gonna say every every song he does is great it's just like he's just a talented rapper it's just like i would say some songs are trash i'm not afraid to say it it's just like in the end he barely makes a, a crappy album yeah he barely makes a crappy album barely makes a crappy song so like so what's your time what's your top five trash songs of eminem i would say some i would say some like offend is pretty bad uh, I would say, like, uh, from the Revival album, like, I would say 40% of the album, the Revival, was, like, some songs I didn't like. Mm. Like, 40, 60%. I would even say 60%, because, like, there's some trashy songs in there. There was also... Oh, the song with Kendrick. That song, Love Game, I don't like it. I was expecting better. Oh, right, Yeah. I know that didn't really hit me either. That I didn't really hit me either. I was expecting something better, like some West Coast to East Coast flair in, inside of it. No, I, I got I got something stupid. Yeah, um, and I think that's probably why. Because M, keep in mind too, M is very. It's got to be hard to work with M, uh, in the sense that it's always going to be a competitive thing. Um, mm-hmm know when you're writing bars and so on so i think that's why he generally doesn't have a lot of um features just because yeah. you know it's it's like i remember when i when i heard that uh m busta whole thing that they did and they leaked oh up. calm down calm down yeah that was crazy and they were even saying how they just kept redoing their verses to like up one another <laughs> crazy so well, that's that's yeah. legends for you. That's that's legends in the game. That's it, straight up. So, music to be murdered by side B. I give it a six point six out of ten. Um, I just don't think that I'm gonna remember much. I think honestly, my favorite track is gonna be, you know, the Black Magic, the Nat, uh, Killer, <laughs> Zeus. <coughs> uh, who knows? Maybe I'll like Discombobulated. Um, later at some point, but I certainly 
you know, I'm still liking Side A better. I appreciated the you gonna learn um, uh, those kind of nights. Godzilla, Darkness, Leaving Heaven, I enjoyed, although it was kind of slow. Accommodating. Yeah, accommodating. Unaccommodating. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, for sure. Unaccommodating. It's just, uh, Young Ma gets annoying after a while, so yeah, I kind of get annoyed. But then, then Eminem just pops out of nowhere. He just starts, like, killing every single bar in that beat. I was, I was amazed of, like, what the hell he can do. Yeah, I would say, I don't know, it's a 50-50 with side A and side B for me. So I don't know what you you will take on it. It's just like, for me, it's a 50-50. Like, they're both good. <laughs> You're such a standboy. I'm not uh, a standboy. It's, okay, you, you, literally, you literally told me, you literally just said, I have to listen more to the album. Just listen more to the album, you'll probably change your mind. Yeah, I mean, look, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll reconvene in, uh, in uh, a month's time. To see if my attitude has changed. It might. Look, I know I'm very critical, um, and I'm not trying to hate. This is not a. I think Eminem is a great lyricist. I uh, will forever listen to his music. He has forever gained my respect, and for that, you know, he got me into rap. I I am not trying to hate on him. No, I no, am, you have to give criticism to everybody. It is the number one thing in the industry. It's the number one thing. But like honestly, like it's I just say, it's just fifty fifty for me. I don't know. Like there's a lot of good songs I like. It's like it's also it's like it's kind of my style too. It's like my tune, so that's why I like it a lot. So like I don't know. Uh, you probably have to listen more to it to get into it. But like, but me, Mike, my tune. hate people who like Takashi. I don't like Takashi that much. <laughs> that much. The fact that you said that much that's your issue. Okay, I only like like what. His like song with uh, with Tori Lanez there, like Kika. That's it. Like that's the only song I like from him. Did you watch his uh, documentary, by the way? No, that's it's why so- I don't like him. <laughs> I don't watch his shit. No, but it was actually a pretty interesting doc. It's uh, a guy who just goes through Takashi's life on how he got famous, sort of deal. Takashi is not necessarily on it. Um, yeah, it was actually pretty interesting, just uh, to kind of see how he went through everything from. You know, his upbringing is in New York to how we got taken to him going to jail. You'll probably like it. It's a legit, pretty decent, it's a decent documentary. It's well documented. Uh, but enough about Takashi, it's Eminem. So that's our review. We've done this for quite some time. There's certainly yeah, don't say I'm trash if you listen to Takashi. You know what I'm saying? Bars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a point, for sure. Um, so, final verdict, it's a meh kind of album, not his worst, definitely not his best, 6.6 out of 10 for now for me. You mentioned 8? Yeah, 8, I'll give it an 8. It's like, it's my tune, it's like, I, I kind of jammed to this. He has lyrics, definitely not saying anything about that, that's for sure, he certainly has lyrics, just no consistency and way too overwhelming for my liking. That's it. I'll shut up. I've been saying it the whole like the whole uh, the whole time. So um, that's it. Thanks, Mike, once again. Uh, no problem, dude. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem, bud. Uh, for doing this with me. Do you want the people listening to follow you anywhere? Uh, social media. I have like Facebook. No, no, not Facebook. Screw that. Facebook's dying. 
uh, Instagram, uh, MikeyBeast25. Uh, Twitter is Mikester Descent. It's like M. It's Mike, and it has S T E R D S A N Z twenty one. And then my snap is like Michael Dos twelve, which is like M I C H A E L D O S, and then twelve. Either way, guys, the links are in the doobly doos. If you do want to check that out and follow Mikey Boy over here, yeah, I'm a stan apparently. You're definitely a stan. I'm uh, definitely a stan. You're definitely a stan. Well, I don't know. 12 Grammys, 12 MTV Awards, went triple platinum five times. I still feel like if M put out an album where he's taking a giant shit, you would still say that it's a great album. Not really. I'll even tell you. Seriously. No. (laughs) I am going to try to contact Eminem. I'll be like, bro, create a 12-track album, randomly put fart noises all over the place, I want to prove something to my friend. It would be like, I beep. <laughs> and I guarantee you would like it if you made it into a thing. That's probably it. kill it. Who knows? I don't know. He's the goat for a reason, so I don't, like, I don't know. Say that the shit was him, so. Yeah, so that's it. And, of course, you can follow uh, Real Talk Radio at Real Talk Radio. Eight, uh, anchor.fm slash rtr is where you can listen to all of our stuff um, realtalkradio.online is the website hasn't been updated my next module is going to be on making a website though so maybe perhaps that will get me motivated to start doing something on that um, and my personal is twitter at jlb420 uh, at justinjlb on instagram I technically also have a Real Talk on Insta at Real Talk Radio Online. Thank you guys again for listening. This was your music to be murdered by Side B review. Perhaps we'll uh, go through older Eminem albums and review those, depending on if you guys would be interested in that. But until next time, ciao for now. Sit back and relax because you are listening to Real Talk Radio, where the talk gets.